Good evening, morning, afternoon, whatever applies to you, and welcome to EuroLeague. I'm your host, Rich, and it has been a while. Uh, we've got a brand new format for LEC, MSI and Worlds, new time slot for LCS, uh, some caster shuffling, but we're not actually going to talk about any of those things, because instead, this is actually going to be probably the 38th tier list show that you'll have watched this off season. So yeah, we thought, fuck it. Let's just, let's just do another one. Uh, my co-host as always is the unintelligible Scottish chronic interrupter. <laughs> I'm running out of things to say about you, Kira. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm just going off YouTube comments now. So yeah, there we go. Unintelligible Scottish interrupter. There you go. Uh, we're also joined by uh, Dokla's new babysitter. So as, so uh, Oh, not bad, not I've bad. Got, uh, <laughs> I, I do have to ask you though, so as, as many people want to know, what made you decide on NA? And I guess specifically CLG, although feel free to, to dodge I that mean, one. to me, I just wanted to go either LEC or LCS. So I just wanted to go back to main leagues. Um, I think this is where I can shine best as a coach. Uh, I don't think I'm too fit to teach like younger players that doesn't have the basic league knowledge uh so yeah yeah fuck you normies don't worry <laughs> but fast forward uh one month and he'll be taking mr dockler's spot in the lcs and will have gone full circle so all good by the way speaking of lcs uh do you have any thoughts i know i just said we wouldn't talk about this but do you actually have any thoughts on like the new schedule for na like being more eu favored do you not care or like, what do you have any thoughts on it uh i don't really actually i didn't think too much about it like i, I mean as a, as a coach or players i don't think you look at the schedule too much unless you're like uh organizing the like unless it's it it messes up with your scrim schedule, you know, things like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, I don't I don't really think about it or care too much. Translation doesn't fucking matter as long as that fat NA check comes through the post, right? Nah. Anyway, moving I mean, on. Check compared to like nah, the the checks are not uh, as people think. You know, All I'll in, say on is the coach, it's on more the than what side. you'll get as a positional coach in this fucking region, that's for sure. Yes, uh, that's for sure, yes. Anyway, before we, before we get more into all things Leg of Legos, I do have to ask you guys my patented Would You Rather. That's right. I couldn't be bothered to think up anything new for the new year. So we're back to Would You Rathers. Uh, a nice, nice, simple one this time around. So uh, it goes as follows. Another one poached directly from Reddit, by the way. Uh, would you rather be able to eat anything you want and have it provide like the perfect nutritional value. So pizza is the same as eating a fucking banana or whatever. Or have to only sleep one hour per day to feel fully rested. What do you think, Soaz? Eat whatever you want and be healthy as fuck. Or only one hour of sleep and have all those extra activities to do. Uh, sleep, probably. Okay, okay. Any any yeah. particular reason? Are you not a good sleeper? Yeah, I mean, it, it is difficult to to find the the good balance on sleeping for me, for sure. Uh, I mean, in terms of food, like I think it's it's really fine. 
like mm. I, I'd be I'd be fine around that. But sleeping makes will makes my my life better overall for sure. What about you, Kira? What are you taking? So yeah, like, there's been one similar to this before. So like one way you can think of it is like, oh, I'm gonna give you thirty three percent more life. You know what I mean? Like that's the way you think about it. Okay. And then but that... both both are like important for like Yeah, true. Yeah, but for... and, and the thirty three percent so as you could just be going out and getting like shredded and eating properly is actually like yeah, you like get eating more time to eat yeah, properly and do a... yeah, but it's also rewarding as well when you like eat properly. Like actually eating like nice like foods and stuff is actually like is actually better. Like when I was like a lot younger, I used to always like dream of like stuff like you sit there thinking like oh, a donor meat pizza and that right. But when you actually eat it, you don't actually feel like good or like satisfied or like anything at the end of it. And there's a reason for that. And I know your hack overrides that. Rich, right? But but you're given all that extra time, and you even fix all the other shit. See, you've missed a trick, though. I'm not saying there's a right answer or a wrong answer, but think of it like this as well. Bearing in mind, I said perfect nutritional value. So that's it's not going to add 33% to your life, most likely, but it's probably going to add years to your life. And secondly, you're, yeah, you're not going to have like the sort of the lethargic, I'm filled with loads of sugar and like processed slow carbs and stuff or whatever you eat a pizza. It's going to feel like eating some light salad, isn't it? Because everything's sort of yeah, equal. Yeah. And the time saved by not slaving away, cooking like fresh ingredients from scratch, which is what mm-hmm. is needed for most super healthy foods. Like you say, fuck it, I'll order or just pick up this thing from the chippy. And it's like having, you know, the, the, the healthiest... Uh, two-course meal you've ever had in your life so yeah but sleeping one hour right one hour you'd have so much free time to get you know to get like good food to cook anyways like it's fine uh, yeah no i mean i i obviously you know it eats their own i would personally not take the sleep one one because it takes me ages to get to sleep so when i'm committing to going to sleep for one hour it's actually like a, at least a minimum of two hours for me and also i like sleep so yeah. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I did just realize this is like two of the things that like basically Reddit shitheads are basically trying to avoid. It's like one, they don't like eat healthy, and they're wanting basically like a loophole of like how to not <laughs> eat healthy. And two, they don't sleep properly, and they're wanting a loophole out of like not sleeping properly. And they're probably just a fucking two of the main reasons for like yep. why they're is the way it is, and because they're eating like a shithead and sleeping like a shithead. Yep, no, anyway, definitely. One, one marries the other, that is for sure. But anyway, on yes. to on to our tier list. And it's super simple, guys. What we're gonna do is we're gonna start from the tenth place team <laughs> and go in ascending order to first. So, with that being said, uh I'm going to give you my tenth place team. And then I will ask you for yours. I mean, is is it like the I mean, I guess it's more interesting that way. But I feel like the ten, the the bottom five is more difficult to put than the top. Well, then the first half of the show is better than the second half, as <laughs> always, anyway. So as that's usually how it goes, you know, people are starting to think, why, why did I click on this video by, you know, the uh, thirty-minute mark? So all good, so all good. Then, yeah. So my ten-placed team. See, so as wasn't listening. I hope you folks at home were. I will give you my tenth-placed team, and then I will do the rounds with you chappies so my 10th place team is and i do agree i would say though like i actually think the whole thing is kind of equally difficult i don't think you can really say with any sort of 
strong chest forward like this team's going to be the best team or this team's top four or whatever because there's so much variability in certain players and teams but my 10th team is Astralis and the reason why my 10th team is Astralis is because well I'll just do the very simple pleb player breakdown thing Finn can be fine he's decent on a couple of carries he was probably outside of Jonghoon like the strong point on this team I guess but it just there's not enough of a well-rounded player there or a consistent carry threat for me to think he's actually going to win them loads of games. 1-1-3, one, one, I have no reason to think will be anything other than a disaster and the worst jungler in the league. Uh, Dayor, ditto, guys. Well, actually, no, that's not fair. I think Nuclear in might push him for that title of worst <laughs> mid laner. But Dayor, not great, let's be honest. Kobe, perfectly serviceable. You know, he's not going to run you down. He's not going to in. And he probably will win you a couple of games if you get, you know, if you manage to carry him to the late game. Or I shouldn't say carry, actually. That would imply that any of these cunts are going to be the ones doing the heavy lifting. But if he were to end up in a late game scenario, you know, he can orb walk. So good for him. And Jonghoon is a good player, I think, but fairly high, uh, fairly high variability. So I'm not not sure that he's going to be like a consistent force when you've got basically when you've got two very weak players and another slightly questionable player i don't think jonghoon is a support you want to like bring in sort of some uh consistency throughout the team and win loads of games from a support position um he did do that last time a bit but they also had xerxes in the jungle so they don't uh yeah they're my they're my 10th place team and by the way i do actually think aod as a coach from all observable things and metrics that I can see. I do actually think he's quite a good coach. I think he manages to get quite decent performances and placings out of what he has, but I don't think he has very much. So yeah, that is my 10th place team, Astralis. What what say you, Soaz? My 10th place team is Astralis as well, actually. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, it's different. My metrics for the for the tier list is uh is gonna be a bot lane focus meta at least at the start uh so judging from the for the split as long as you know there's no big big changes it's gonna be bot and oh well is mid jungle on bot and then i think finn is gonna be fine top i don't know big of a weak side is really um um, I can help you out there, yeah. mate. Not good. Not good. So, yeah, I just a lot of question mark about so about like both bot and mid jungle for me. So I just put them tenth. What do you think, Kira? Do you so have like, Astralis as well? Picking between Astralis and BDS is like picking between diarrhea and constipation. At the end of the day, <laughs> you're still talking about shit, right? You're, the conversation is still talking about shit, right? And it's basically, you guys have went for diarrhea, I've went for constipation. My 10 place team is BDS, right? And I'll just give you some of my reasoning, right? I think, right? I hope the analogy stops here, by the way. I'm, I'm not down for an extended metaphor right? going, going down the same path, but carry on. Let's see where it goes. So, I genuinely think you should not think of these teams how in terms of how they will like match up head-to-head, -head, but I actually think um, um, BDS might win. I do think it's how likely they are to steal wins off of other teams. And I actually, and, and if you look at basically Astralis, Astralis has like variants in like Jehung and 
and one one three. Kobe for some consistency in team fighting. Finn is an inconsistent player in terms of some carries. Um, but I think there's higher variance and upside inside Astralis than there is inside BDS, but not by a lot. We really are just splitting the hairs here. Um, that's not to say there isn't inside BDS, because BDS has someone like Adam, who I actually genuinely think is overqualified, well overqualified for the position of his like team. Uh, like, mate, like guys, like Adam was in an LEC final. You know what I mean? He's, he's proven he could be on like a second best team in Europe. I'm saying he's on like the 10th base team, so I think he's well, well overqualified for his like metrics. Um, but yeah, I think the rest of his team is like shambolic. Nuke might be the worst player mid. They might have the worst bot lane, period. Like one of them might be the one of the worst bot lanes, period. And it's very bot focused. And that's what kind of split it for me in general. Interesting. See, I would, I have a similar opinion, but the other way around. I think BDS has the higher variance and is more, okay. un, more unlikely. I think so to too. More That's unlikely. Fine. So I will smoothly go into what is my ninth place team, which is BDS. And the reason why I prefer them is I think while when I said, for example, Cobby can find himself in a late game and potentially win it for you. That really is it. It's find yourself in the late game. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, for example, Finn is going to get his team ahead, like, consistently at all. Or even, oh. you know, it will, happen, it will happen a couple of times, probably. They all, I would be surprised if he ever gets ahead unless enemy mid-jungle, like, really fucks up or something. Whereas with BDS, I think there will be games where Adam just straight up creates, like, a diff, a diff in the top side of the map. And that the team can actually win from that. I also think, even though obviously, you know, they're not one of the best bot lanes, I have a much higher opinion of Crowny and Labrov than some of the other bot lanes. For example, Kazi Hillisang, I think it's disastrous on paper, like absolutely Ooh. disastrous on paper. Um, Exekick Dos has massive question marks. I mean, I think Exekick is a very good AD carry individually. I think Dos is lucky as fuck to find himself in LEC. And I don't know how they're going to deal with like, the step up necessarily so that for me would be a question mark and i even yes hot take i guess i even have big question marks about handsome and mickey i think mickey has lots of weaknesses as a support support player his strengths can be fairly high but this guy is like capitulated in certain parts of the split in like the last two splits now Han sam is coming off the back of his worst ever year in fucking esports so like pairing those two together who i've also seen together before by the way and i wasn't like wowed by when they were playing together on misfits so i i have big question marks about and obviously rucks and reckless right and that that would be more of like a a team thing and a a balance which we'll talk about later but no i I think bds has a better shout obviously there's question marks over shio because he's a rookie and we you know we just don't know uh nuclear in is arguably the worst player in the league uh and kind of weird that they wouldn't take someone like Takui or something like that especially with like yeah, the French angle very weird. like yeah. I'm really not sure why that wasn't explored um so that is like the main if if you put if they put Takui and of course the other rumor um which I can tell you was just true is they were trying to get Niski and they couldn't get Niski uh because VTO ended up not going to Mad which means that Mad cancelled the deal for Niski to go to BDS so that is why Nuclear Int is still there. So if they'd had Niski there, that could have been like quite cool and interesting. If they'd had Trikuri there, I think they'd probably win a couple more games, but they don't. So yeah, I think ninth is probably quite likely. Uh, what do you think, Soaz? 
For me, I have SK as knight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have SK. I believe. So for me, same thing. Like I'm, I'm not sure about. Uh, so I, from what I know, I think irrelevant is 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 not a weak side top lane. Uh, at least not too much. I don't know how much experience he he have in the role as well. Uh, I think. F- he is not a bad top laner, but uh, from seeing him, he's he's um, he probably needs some experience in like uh, you know communication from from uh, from that point. And mid jungle, I'm not sure. I think Exakik is really good as well, but I, I don't know how the team is gonna play out overall uh, compared to BDS like. I think BDS bot lane is gonna be fine. I think Sheo is good jungler as well, from what I know. And I think even though nuclear int is gonna be a big question mark, I think that Adam is gonna compensate for his uh, bot side weakness. Is gonna be able to uh, find uh, ways to pressure the map by you know different picks and more aggressive to playstyle even though it's gonna be more so bot lane oriented yeah I, I do agree with the bds thing i think bds can legitimately win some games through two different lanes and i don't think that is true of Astralis, for example, like I do, I do think that's a big boon. What, what about uh, you? I mean, presumably you have uh, Astralis as your ninth place team, Kira. Yeah, I've got Astralis as my ninth place team. Um, so just to go over like some of the points we like just discussed. Um, so I actually think Adam will like carry like more games or get themselves into more winning positions, but I actually think they'll like most likely lose the majority of those games. The other thing is, is yeah, I think the game is pretty bot focused right now. But like top lane, and I particularly think in Europe is going to be super volatile. What I mean by that is you've got to have picks like Fiora, and Fiora is like the gatekeeper to like madness. Because once let's say everyone like starts perma banning Fiora or like ignoring Fiora and not like picking it, the number of picks that you can like have is just like insane. She like p- keeps a lid on some of the stuff like Mundo. Uh, Sedge, uh, Orn, Scion, some of the absolute lunacy that can come out of, like, top lane. But then you also have Cassante, and, like, Cassante's own, and, like, LPL, the only two ways to kind of, I've really seen to consistently deal with Cassante is you pick Fiora and you smash him, or you pick Darius. Darius, sorry. Um, Adam's, like, a natural, like, Darius player, which is, like, a good thing. But when I look, that when I bring in the second factor, which is the player upgrade generally in top lane, I think it's going to be a lot more like skill focused and it's going to be a lot more like dueling, people like dueling it out and a lot of like ranged like NAR into X matchup and stuff like that. And I can like see like Adam, if put behind, being getting, them, getting his teams into like really bad holes. How consistently that happens because a lot of these teams are new. I think it's going to be maybe a bit of a new age in EU where the top laner isn't just left on like an island and every single person is some variant of like weak side top lane except from Broken Blade. I genuinely think this is going to be a much more skills matchup dependent uh, top era in Europe. And I think a lot more games will be won and lost through that. 
Uh, that being said, I think Finn, I, I think he's got a lot of problems, but if you take Finn, for example, at select points in his career, like at times on Rogue, at times on like Spring and XL, he was one of the best people at playing out losing matchups. Uh, and I mean like real hellish shit, like being like weak side on the map for like 15 minutes straight. So that's why I think Astralis might be a little bit more coordinated and they might end up winning like a couple more games. Um, again, you're not. I'm not really picking between much here. I don't really have a lot to say about these two teams other than as the, the, these two teams, it'll be whichever of the good teams throws into them the most. That, that's how many games they'll win. Is, oh, did they get G2 on a bad day? Well, they get a free win. Oh, did Fnatic fuck up a Baron? They get a free win. Oh, they, the ADC player failed Flash. Oh, they killed him and they go down mid with Soul. Like, you know what I mean? These types of things are how I see these teams winning games. I do not see them having like them winning many games off their natural strengths. Yeah, I guess one of the differences I have between like uh, the, top, the top lane thing is that I've seen historically... These might even be the two players who ratiorically have thrown like the most games for their teams mm -hmm. as well, right? So for me, I'm banking that Adam, or I'm giving more leeway to Adam because he is a newer, more inexperienced player, that he is now more experienced and that he will improve in that regard. With Finn, I thought that he was actually over this hump, like part of the way through last season. And then old Finn came and reared that fucking ugly head. Actually, Pretty, pretty good looking guy. So pretty good looking head. And there we were back at square one. So yeah. Like, uh, give you an example. If Armut was on Mad Lions, by the way, I actually think they'd be a better team. Now, ah, yeah, if Adam was on Mad Lions, I actually think they'd be a better team. And that would be a suitable team for Adam to be on. But it's because he's found he's still on this Hellscape BDS that I think it just fucks him. So even though he, does, he will get himself into more winning positions than Finn, a lot of the time it won't matter because his team's that bad. Yeah. Right, moving on. Oh, that's a point. I forgot that we're finally rid of Armu. Fuck here now. Starting to. Start, start. There's always this like dynamic between like all these narratives of like, oh my god, we're way too heavily reliant on recycling uh, experienced players, or oh, it's so lazy. They're just picking up rookies and they don't want to spend any money. And it's like while these two narratives were like battling against each other, some way somehow Armu's just chilling there, split after split. Like this is fine. Everything is fine. But fuck here now. Finally. Anyway. My next team, speaking of which, is a banger, which I'm guessing you guys won't agree with. I've got Mad Lions in eighth place, okay? And reason being, well, there's actually a lot of reasons. My, so my one thing on where, like, Mad could be good, because obviously with a lot of these these placements, there are there's so much possible variation where a team could move up or down, like, numerous spaces. But the reason why I've ended up having them eighth and assuming they won't be good is I do think if there's, like, some sort of dive heavy meta that develops they could end up being pretty good because obviously if it's bot centric and niski is a very good early roaming mid laner Yoyo is the best jungler arguably in the league still so they should in theory be like pretty good on like bot lane dives right but i just can't trust kazi or hillisang individually and <laughs> certainly not collectively like to me this is a nightmare born in hell i think there's like a 10 percent chance they just perfectly synergize like kindred spirits and it's like the most incredible league of legends you've ever seen but i do think that is about a one in ten chance like i think realistically they're both just not shown anything recently to to even indicate that they're good players in the context of like top tier league of legends and 
I just don't I just don't see it happening. You've got Kazi, who is a player you just can never leave alone in lane. He will just int and die. He just simply does not understand his roles and responsibilities as the 2v2 develops. And then you've got Hillisang, who can't play enchanters, and his engaged champions and the way he plays engaged champions are such that one of two things is going to happen either he's having a good day in which case okay cool but then do i trust kazi to follow up in an appropriate way or he's having a bad bad day in which case i still know kazi's going to follow up no matter what so or, this is a bot lane where it's like you're not going to see someone randomly dying in bot you're going to see both of these guys randomly dying in bot it's going to be like two zero fucking 2v2 fights in the early game so i'm not a fan at all chasey this guy, for people who don't know, he was on X7. I think he's like a talented top laner. Like, I think he's perfectly fine, perfectly decent. I think his sort of uh, base floor is good enough to, to play an LEC. But I don't really know much about his uh, level of English. I believe that it's not great um, from what I know, but I don't have like a comprehensive understanding of that. Um, I think Spanish people in general tend to have rather thick accents, as does El Yoya, and that might sound like a silly thing, but I do actually think that matters. I think it's going to be really hard for mid uh, jungle and top to communicate properly. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure how that's going to go. And Niski, I've always been like <sighs> Niski, such a weird player because I really respect Niski for like what he does, how he plays the game, and how he's like navigated his career i think he's definitely like a success story but at the same time i feel like he's always been a bit overrated whenever he's had like his career peaks i've never felt i've never in at any moment in time i've never sat back and thought that guy's really good sure like his tf is pretty good i guess like he's a good player he, he won't let you down in that sense but i just don't think he's that good and i think there's a bunch of mids who will routinely expose him in important series play and keep in mind as well this season you know there are a bunch of bo1s again but then there's also the rest of the season is series play right bo3s and then bo5 so i'm kind of lower on niski a bit because of that as well so yeah i don't know i just don't i don't think this team is very good on paper their saving grace is obviously having el yoya who i have no reason to believe won't still be really fucking good but i don't think it's enough i just think the bot lane's too bad and unreliable uh i don't have reason to believe that chase is going to be like a massive success story for the reasons already stated and niski is kind of i would say maybe this is a bit harsh but i feel like he's mediocre in a position where mediocre isn't good enough so yeah i have mad lions eighth what say you kira who have you got eighth so <clears throat> oh i've got fk gaming eighth and the reason is is I just don't think this team comes together. I, I look at the names here on this team and I just, I think it just looks just looks a little, I don't know, too chaotic. I don't think I think of like the pieces synergizing I think you've got weak solo laners right? and then you've got a bot lane that's never played together. Am I correct? I yeah, they've never played together, yeah. What, or they came up together. No, no, no they, they came up they, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they came up together. It's, uh, I'm thinking of a different bot lane. They came up together, sorry. Um, and it's... So it's the... SK Gaming's irrelevant, Seraph, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's weak solo laners, and then the bot lane is basically good. You've got to try and attempt to carry through with Martinin. And I think Martinin needs to... Man, Martin, uh, you've got to just try and carry with... Uh, jungle basically he's got to try and do what he was doing in excel but it's even harder because his top laner is arguably worse his mid laner understands less about what he's trying to do 
His support's not as experienced as it was before, and like maybe isn't going to fall up and all this stuff. And then is like ADC's worse. So I actually think this is a worse version of XL from last year. And XL from last year made playoffs by one game, I think. Yeah, yeah, they made playoffs by like one game. So I think this team, I think it will just struggle generally. Um, I don't really see like what like the like the upside is. In general, apart from Exa Kick is a good ADC who dealt lots of damage at the previous level, but EU is a plethora of good ADCs. So if you're sitting dealing like 600 damage a minute, that's great. But so's the other guy, and then the other guy's mids, caps, Larson, humanoid, yada yada yada. Like I don't know, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see like what this team does. I mean, this team could do something. I just, I, I, like, I just have less of an idea of this team, and there's less known variables for me in this team, and so I'll, I rate them lower. Uh, they could come together and be like, I don't know, the m- magic mics of LEC and really fucking put on a great show, but and uh, I don't see it. Anyway. Not, not a believer. What, what do you think, Soas? No. Who's your eighth team? My eighth is uh, BDS. <laughs> So, I mean, the reasons we, we talked about earlier, I think, I mean, I think bot is going to be fine. I do think, I believe uh, in, in Sheo and Adam the most, I want to say, but just because it's, it's going to be bot focused. Um, I just don't, I just don't know how well like mid jungle is going to play to bot. Uh, and all bot is gonna play around mid jungle, you know, either or. Um, compared, to, it's like just just comparing to all the other rosters. I just on paper, I don't. I just believe less in in this in in the foreman of this roster compared to the rest of the formans in in other rosters. As, as simply as that really do you know anything so as about their coach so like this guy has been there like not really talked about or publicized at all Some yeah of you might not even know who he is a guy called go to one a french guy do you know anything <laughs> about this guy so as yeah he, he was he was the assistant assistant coach when i was in immortal uh, yeah. actually yeah. and uh and yeah, we kept in touch. Like I haven't went to <laughs> to Korea with him like two like two two and a half months ago. So we are okay. like uh, we are friends. Uh, yeah, is your analysis? We kept in touch. Any uh, any any insight as to how he is as a coach or? I mean, I don't know. Always like as a as oh. a coach. Really, I just know like I just know he's like a personality, you know, as like a, a friend. But I cannot judge that, his his work. Really, no. That came I, across as that he's a good know. guy. Mean there, so as I'm not gonna lie. No, like that, but you were avoiding talking you know, about that, his coaching, and you're like, no. oh, he's a good guy. I, I, I just think it's impossible to know, like, uh, yeah. unless you have like really inside information uh, from you know specific players and stuff, but. I don't talk to any players in LEC, um, which is maybe why I didn't get a job in LEC as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. Networking masterclass. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't really have any relation within, with anyone in, uh, in LEC, aside from actually go to one. Uh, so yeah. There we go. There's a link. 
There we go. Right, moving swiftly on uh, from that one. So, seventh place team. <clears throat> now, keep in mind as well, people, that all but the bottom two teams will actually make it to series play, which is the GSL stage. So, all the teams we're talking about now, including the team that we, uh, the teams that we have in eighth place, we're, I guess, essentially predicting that they're going to make series play, right? So, my seventh place team is actually Heretics. Um, and the reason why I place them here, I would say that this is the team I would, I, I think by definition almost, I would have to say I know the least about, because even though I've seen all of their players play, the context of where I've seen them play and trying to make predictions about synergizing and the new level step up and everything is really difficult, right? So obviously Eevee, I've seen him play probably as much as most of you at home have seen him play little fucking cameos here at international tournaments, whatever. I can't say that I have like a good read on this guy. Like, I think he's all right. I mean, I, I think some of the people who are sort of, you know, waving his flag for him, I, I haven't seen that. I have to say like I haven't seen that level of, of play or... or feel that I should be as hyped as maybe they are about him. Um, Nymera is just going to say just at me, so whatever. Like, I'm not on the same level of hype as, you know, people like Nymera. But um, could he be good? I, I guess. Uh, Ruby I have a bit more context on because um, I watched quite a lot of uh, Unicorns games last season. Unicorns were by far the best team in Prime League for anyone who doesn't watch CRLs or doesn't watch Prime League or whatever. And he was probably the best player on that team. So I'm really surprised. Like, honestly, like all the lists that have done like the player tier list and just really lazily like put Ruby last place, I just assume you have never actually watched him play and you're just pretending you have. Because I don't see any reason why, even if this guy's English is bad or whatever, which by the way, I'm told that it's not. I'm told his English is actually good. I don't know why you would automatically put him below like nuclear in or day or whatever. Like that makes no fucking sense. Like this guy's in the ERLs. This guy has shown a better level of play, even given the skill discrepancy of the leagues than those players have ever shown in their career. So yeah, miss me with that. Um, Jack Spectra. I think he's good, but this is a player where you always get it's one of these situations where you get labeled as a hater because you're like he's good but i think he's way overhyped and they're like oh my god you don't think jack spectra's good it's like no i think he's good i just don't think he's that good like i think exa kick for example is the better of the two ad's who's um come up uh this split i think he is probably not going to let you down that often but at the same time i don't think he's going to be the reason you ever beat a good team i'll put it like that um, I think he's a good AD carry. I also think, obviously, he has the potential to get better. Uh, but right now, I wouldn't be, like, super hyped to expect big things from him this split. And Mercer, <laughs> oh, I mean, he's fine, I guess. Like, kind of limited. I actually, Mercer's one of the rookies that I maybe expected more from than what I actually got when they came into the league. Like, I actually thought Mercer going into that team, like the narrative that a lot of coaches told me, because a lot of coaches were looking at him before he came to LEC, and they were saying, really good. And a few of them were saying, like, but not quite ready yet. And the reason he ended up where he was is because that team had decided to take the chance that, no, he is ready. But he was on he was on everyone's radar, for those who didn't know. It was like the best or at least the most talented slash promising ERL support before he came in. I don't think he's lived up to that quite. That's not to say he's bad or anything. I just think he's really mediocre. Um, so for me to believe in this team beyond... And obviously Jankos is 
whatever like really good like i think he can still have the capacity capacity to be really good um how he's going to play or what what lane he's going to play to is going to be interesting because obviously historically on g2 he kind of did this thing where he would manage caps's lane for him like really fucking well caps in my opinion is actually not that great elena like he's serviceable but not that great elena but yankos would create opportunities particularly in river and around herald um that Caps could exploit and was obviously more than good enough to exploit, uh, but a lot of that went on Yankos' shoulders, in my opinion. He's also shown that he can play to broken blades and topside like pretty effectively as well. And I think people really underestimate like what Yankos actually does with his pathing every game. They just kind of look at the fucking box score and they're like, "Oh, Yankos had another in-game." Where actually, if there was like pro view or something, you might think this guy had a really good game. So I think Yankos is still really good, but uh, I just don't think this team overall is that good. So for me to believe they're any better than I've ranked them, I have to believe in like the Peter Dunn magic dust or something. And I I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not a believer in Peter Dunn, full stop. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not like competent in the context of all the coaches or whatever. But if you believe that Peter Dunn is some like God tier scout and like able to extract magic dust from his players, you're living in a fucking dream world. Like, I don't believe that at all. So yeah, that that's kind of my read on heretics. Um, I would, I would like throw in that you know I think Seal is very good at what he does, so maybe he has like a, a an impact there. But yeah, I, I think seventh place is fair to be honest. Like I, I don't think I'm really underrating them. I know some people have gone crazy and talked about like by the second split they'll be contending for the title. Like pff, I don't know what, don't know what you kids are smoking, but I, I'm not smoking it. So yeah, heretics for me. Well, what do you think, Soaz? Who's your seventh place team? My seventh place is mad for me. Uh, mad, mad, mad. Um, yeah, I mean, it's mostly like bot lane question marks. I do believe it's going to be a really good meta for Niski, though. Uh, you know, because yeah. it's going to be bot lane, bot lane focused. And I think Niski is going to be... I think Niski and Caps are probably going to be the two best mid laner in that meta actually uh but yeah bot lane is too big of a question mark um uh, and that's the reason why even though i i i believe in their mid jungle did you ever get a chance to watch chasey when he was in the erls not i really. did not actually like i i watch uh for example games of ruby and and yeah some some other players but i didn't watch chase you know what do you think kira who have you got as your seventh place team oh we're shaking hands emojis here boys uh, team heretics Ooh, okay. um, i've also gotten them uh, here um so a little bit similar reason to sk gaming but i think just generally better players so again it's another team that could be higher lower depending on because we don't i just don't know like there's a stylistic fit so a couple of things. Um, what's Yanko's going to be like with a laner that's not permanently winning? So I actually disagree, Rich. I think in terms of EU, when Caps is in EU, he might as well intensively just be known as God when it comes to like laning. It, like, it's insane what Caps can do within the remit. Mate, honest to God, Caps in EU can do whatever the fuck he wants in terms of laning. Not, he really ever, he's got, like, the most solo kills by, like, 15 or something last year. Like, he was way above everyone else in terms of just killing people. Just, like, just straight up solo kills. He was 
miles above everyone else. Like, look at Spring last year, what he was doing to people by the time, like, playoffs and came round. It was insane. Yeah, but how look, good at where, was. look at where Jankos is on the map when he decides to go in, by the way. Like, that's a big part of it. It's like the way, especially like the way G2 have always, like, warded historically as well around mid and where your jungler can and can't be. He has so much more license to flip the fucker, a fucking Caps burger flip than other players do. I'm not saying he can't yeah. execute. Obviously, he's a really good 1v1 yeah, player as well. So I don't still, think his pure... executes on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. But I, I don't think his pure laning is good. Like, well, he's I'll a good you, 1v1 the... player, but... Well, I'll give you the counter, right? Showmaker, do you think he's good at laning? Yes. It's the same premise. There you ah, go. he's way better than Caps at late. Actual laning, though. But it's like, the same premise. He's got Canyon warding for him and setting up every single like Syndra matchup with wards is the same. Sure, like, but if you if you actually look warden. if you actually look at managing the waves though and outputting damage and understanding like ability usage for the wave and trading at the same time, like Showmaker is levels above Caps in that regard. I, yeah, I would I say Showmaker is better. I'm just saying the principles like the same. Nobody looks at Showmaker and go, he's a world class laner, but. Triat Canyon, he does a lot for him. He does a lot uh, of warding for him. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a big, I'm not like a big stats guy or anything, so I'm not sure how you would like, <laughs> how you would go about like crafting the best way to present it easily without being like, look, watch this one, watch this one, watch this one. But I, I don't know. Like I test, no, no, I feel like Showmaker is way better at laning than Caps, and I think there's yeah. three players at least in the EU that are better at laning than Caps, which to me is like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, he's, I think he's, I think he's like in a. Uh, uh, a bracket with like him, Larson, and Humanoid. I all think Humanoid and Larson are both way better at laning, honestly. But uh, where they call our, well, that's what I'm saying. They're in like a stratosphere, like of their own compared to everyone else when it comes to laning. Uh, I watched Ruby's games, like I don't know, it was like a nothing burger to me. I don't think it, like people were saying it was like terrible, like awful, like really, really bad. Um, I didn't really, I didn't think that. Uh, Jack Spectra, um, is like basically. He seemed really like over like hyped, and then when I watched him at EU Masters, basically when I watched him at EU Masters, I think that was one of his worst periods. And then I went back and watched regional games, but not as many, and he seemed better. But then that could also just be players are worse, like, but like he like seemed like whatever. Um, just in general, I think like if he can, if Jankos can get this team like coming together, I think this um team could be really really good because i actually am a bit of an evi evie um hype guy i actually think <laughs> is really re i actually think he's really skilled it's just because he's uh, he comes from like a dog like what people would consider like a dog shit region but like i think he's the like by far one of the best players from that region and is like way like overqualified like to like to be anything i think like I don't think there's like the requirement for him to be on the uh, on any EU team, but like if an EU team wants to take a shot on him, I don't think it's like the worst idea like ever. Uh, I think the meta like lines up really well for him. I think, um, and he's like a good like solution for the team to be able to have someone who's going to play out a lot of like top matchups, maybe like ice like maybe more uh, isolated top matchups. So, uh, yeah, I think he could be really, really good. I think this team like could it be anywhere between like fourth and this number, but I'm going for seventh because I've not seen them play together, and there's a lot of rookies. Uh, it's three yeah. rookies. Yeah, uh, three rookies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, if you count, if you count, yeah, AB yeah, as, yeah. as a rookie, but he's not. So it's realistically two. Point about quickly about Mersa is, I think Mersa is an okay player. But he was fucking terrible when he first joined the LEC. And he got better really, really, really quickly. But my God, was he bad. 
And if, like, Mercer ever returns to, like, that level, like, going back to being that bad, now, I don't know if it was nerves, first time in a pro team, communication, like, anything like that, but that is, like, re- it was really bad. He he basically just either needs to stay at the level he was at and just kind of keep going, basically, misfit summer and playoffs, he needs to just be at that level all year. Or just consistently get better for for me for him to be viable for an LAC spot because support is actually one of the weakest positions across the ten in Europe, and it wasn't like Mercer was dominating the pool or anything. He was just an average person and an average role. Where I think if you're wanting the team to be, you know what I mean, striving for maybe like the fourth fifth place, he's got to be he's got to be better. Yeah. I do agree that I think there's a bit of variance when it comes to the position that heretics could find themselves in. But perhaps one of the teams with the most variance is my number six team, which is Vitality. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think this team could be, you know, if if we sit here in however long time and they're, you know, playing in the final, I wouldn't be like amazed. I would be quite surprised though, to be honest. Like I'll put it this way, and this is a reason why they're here, of course. I think it's more likely that they will finish below my ranking than be in a final or be in like the, the upcoming final. So the reason why is that I have to okay. I'm gonna inject. I'm gonna inject like a tiny smidgen, a little tiny tiny bit of like insider knowledge as well. Okay, just a smidgen, and there's nothing like interesting or revealing or whatever. Um, but apparent, I mean, Perks to me looks. I'm just gonna say it, he looks washed. I think he looks washed, and I don't think he's getting any better. Uh, so I think that's in any meta in like the history of League of Legends. If you have like a weak spot being mid lane, I think you're in trouble. I never really bought into the narratives that, um, you know, my co-hosts, for example, had on on my other show that Perks has been having like these quiet sort of uh, MVP level splits going on or whatever. Like, uh, nah, not for me. Like, I'll admit they're a game. It was kind of similar to Upset's regular season, but to a lesser extent, like last split where Perks would have really great games which almost always manifested in the same way which was like he was still kind of low-key dodgy in lane but he'd like find these opportunities and then get ahead on a champion and then carry um but it didn't happen nearly often enough and i felt that too often he was also a reason why they just weren't winning games and i think he is the classic if you watch perks over the last two splits or maybe even three splits if you take his nameplate off, I think most people would just say he's bad or just not that great, let's say. Or uh, let's not overstay it. Average at best. Um, but that because of his name, people are just waiting and looking for the moments where he does pop off and say, look, 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 he did it again. He did it again. That's like two or three times he's done it now. Oh, four or five times. Oh, he should be in the MVP race. And it's like, nah. I, I think it's like, to me, I'm not saying it's a forced narrative, like to imply anyone who thinks it doesn't really believe it. But what I mean is I think there is like internal bias where he's been such a great player for so long that sometimes we do forgive him of like his faux pas. By the way, the Reddit narrative isn't that, right? The Reddit narrative is the opposite. And they've been saying he's been washed for years when in splits where clearly he wasn't washed. But I right now, I don't think Perks is a good player. Straight up. In the context of top level LEC, I think he's going to be average at best this split. Um, The bot lane... I think they are two players who can both succeed in the right environment. I am not sure that this environment is good for either of them. And I specifically don't like 
this partnership at all. Uh, I think personality-wise, it's a big no-go. Um, I'm not going to speak to uh, my personal experiences with them because they don't reflect this and also they don't exist in a game context at all, so I can't really. But I believe that Neon and Kaiser are both difficult-ish personalities and they're being paired together uh, in previous scenarios where there's been much more of a sort of amiable personality paired with one or the other. Um, so I'm guessing on paper, like on paper, that to me looks not the best partnership. And then Photon, I don't really know anything about Photon other than like, I get this impression when I speak to people who claim to have seen him, there's like two type of people. There's people who probably watched a couple of his games who just immediately co-signed this idea that he's brilliant and amazing. But when I ask for specifics, I don't really get any specifics back. And then other people who are like, no, trust me, I've actually seen like every game he's ever played and he's fine, but not amazing. So I'm tempted to think it's somewhere in between those two, maybe. But I've not heard or seen enough, or and he's not played at a high enough level yet for me to like immediately say, yep, he's going to be brilliant. Like one of the best top laners, like top laners a weak role in Europe. So anyone who comes over for Korea is going to dumpster kids. Like, no, maybe that will happen. And that's another reason why there's high variance on this team, right? But I don't, basically, I don't know anything about Photon other than he's probably at least okay. But I, I, fuck knows. No idea about his English either, although I've heard it's not good. So <laughs> never, never great. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Bo, who is the ultimate of all wild cards, like the absolute North Star of wild cards, right? So will Bo be good if the answer is he is basically just him in solo queue incarnated into fucking LEC? <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. See you in the final, boys. Like, I guess it, I guess it's going to be a banger. But if he's anything less than that, then I don't really know how this team fits together. It, it seems kind of like sporadic to me on paper. Um, and also, by the way, this is a detail which I've seen loads of people talk about and not had corrected on Reddit, which is hilarious to me. They're like, yeah, but Photons are this really good, young, promising player who... Uh, and oh my God, pairing with Bo, like they're going to dominate... They're from different countries, by the way. They don't actually speak the same language. Like, loads of people on Reddit seem to think they're both Korean. And they just both speak Korean. Like, maybe one of them speaks the other's language and I don't know about it. But everyone keeps talking about it. Like, oh, those two are just going to run together. No! Like, they're one's from fucking China, one's from Korea. Why do you think that they're going to have some sick partnership? Like, that's so bizarre to me. And for all those fucking unanswered Reddit comments, they, there you go, if you're watching. They are not from the same fucking country. Uh, so, yeah, I think a Korean player, a Chinese player, Perk's not looking his best, a weird dynamic in bot lane. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. They're, they're, not, they're not contenders. I'm just going to say it. They are not contenders. Like, could they be if Bo fucking does Bo things? I guess, but I'm not a believer. So, not for me. What, what, what do you think, Soaz? Who have you got in sixth place? In six, I've got Heretics. Uh, Heretics, for me, um, similar reason as Mad. Uh, I mean, in in different way. I just I just think like overall, it's just gonna be slightly better than Mad, uh, just because Mad have this uh, bot question mark slash, you know, past issues that we will find out if they have resolved. Um, yeah, he like being a little bit too flippy and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, heretics still have like both question mark. I do believe uh, that uh, Jankos Ruby is gonna be interesting pairing, and 
I think that they probably will be doing well, in my opinion. Um, at least better than bad. So this was like I was conflicting, uh, conflicted in, a bit uh, between between these two teams, but I, I believe Heretics will be uh, will be better than Mad and 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 I believe in uh, in Jenkins Ruby. I don't. I, a lot of question marks about uh, uh, Evi um, as well, uh, but I, I don't think I don't think. Uh, I mean, top is still gonna be a role w with uh, with itself, right? But uh, I, I think I think the foreman is gonna be way too important, and I, th I think Jenkins Ruby is gonna do well. Uh, and I haven't watched enough of uh, Jack Spectra Mercer, but from uh, from what I've heard and, and and things like that, I think they're gonna be okay, but like question mark still i think that's a big thing with the heretics pickup it's like if you're really going to invest and build around jack spectra you should have got better support like for sure because jack spectra is going into like his rookie split with again just a, a fairly then, average then what do you support. say what do you say about uh, sk for example you know because like for me uh I mean, I've, I've, I was there when uh, with LDLC with Exakik on the first year, and then they had like a really good, uh, a really good second year, right? With the, with the Yike and and stuff. Yeah. But I believe, like Exakik, in the right team, will be a really good player. Yeah. Like I think. I think he can also flop if he is not in the best condition. Like not in not in the best condition, but in in the best like environment. Uh, environment for sure. Um, but I think he have the the potential to be a really really good player. I yeah I think I I agree and I just think when you're bringing in like a super talented and it, this applies even more so to. Well, actually, I'll say it applies more so to Jack Spectre, just because I don't think Jack Spectre is as good already as as Exekick. But I think pairing them with like a really good or experienced, like super solid support is important. Which, of course, is why your boy, when he was managing H2K, put fucking Patrick with Sprattle, didn't I? So don't know what I'm talking about, really, do I? But anyway, shout out Sprattle, love you. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's it's not something I would have done if I'd been given. You know the resource. Like if I know Jack, if my if the start of my off season is that I know Jack Spectra is staying on Heretics and is going to play an LEC, one of my biggest priorities would be bringing in a support who could make that transition and Not him becoming a good player as easy as possible. Because again, I if you you either believe in Jack that Jack Spectra is going to be really good or you shouldn't sign him because it's like. He's at this precipice point where he is good, but ADC pool in EU is like outstandingly Bonkers. great, right? So there's no point in getting Jack Spectra as like and bot lane being a focus point unless you're one of the people who thinks Jack Spectra is going to end up being really good. So okay, you decide that he is, and you're going to go all in on him. Okay, fine, but then the support needs to be there that makes but sense. But you don't, for me, you don't think that you don't, like uh, from what I know and from what has been like over every single year like if you have let's say you know your pick is gonna be like a really good support then support is gonna decide his ad 
And if your pick is a really good AD, he's going to decide his support. So yeah, obviously, true. if they decided on Mercer, it's probably because Jack Spectra said amen to Mercer. And he was like, oh, it's probably the best. I mean, he's the best choice that we have because he, he played with all the potential supports that they would sign, right? Um, same thing for, for SK. Like, I think SK Botlane is going to be fine. Uh, as I said, for me, it's just like, I just don't know about Markun uh, and Certus together. Uh, towards bot and and irrelevant as well on weak side, but um, yeah, like that that's the way it goes in in team building, right? If you're yeah. like banking on one player, he's gonna decide on a lot of the rosters, uh, which is you know like let's say I I, I don't know in uh, in uh, in other rosters, but that that's that's the way it goes if uh, when you're starting to build the roster, right? Yeah, no, that's that is true. I I would say as well that I think it's kind of weird because they won a UM or whatever. But I feel like Jack Spectra's stock is slightly lower than it was the last time he was almost in LEC. Like I feel like there were so many people and support players who would have said, "Oh, I really want to play with Jack Spectra because they thought he was going to be like the next big thing or whatever." Um, and that has kind of waned slightly. Um, and I think now the narrative is kind of not flipped, but like Exa Kick, for example, I think most people would regard as, as a somewhat better player. Um, but yeah, okay. So moving on to what is my fifth place team, which is SK Wait. Gaming. I oh, didn't sorry. do Manx. You didn't do yours. Sorry. Rewinding. Kira, who is your sixth place team? So I think we're shaking hands emojis again. I've got Team Vitality. There we go. Again, okay. So one should not ask what Bo can do for Team Vitality. Everyone should be asking what Team Vitality can do for Bo. Because, right, so Kaiser in the past, here's, here's the thought process, guys. So Kaiser in the past made the Aloya humanoid triple invade uh, concept work. And that won two splats, right? And then we removed humanoid and we brought in Nisket. Sorry, we brought in um, the first Reeker, right? And in the spring, they couldn't make it work. And then in, and then in summer, they managed to make it work. So I think there's a pre somewhat of a precedent. It's either coming from mid, or maybe Kaiser does know what to do or doesn't. I can't tell, right? But it has to be... Kaiser has to know to play with Bo, and so does Perks. Because Bo's last mid laner was the jungle whisperer of all time. He's like Nisky++. It was Doinby, right? And Doinby would do anything for Bo. Like, take a bullet for the man. Mm. Like... Get him a taxi to like Shanghai. He'd do anything for Bo. Like Bo was his boy, right? And then Bo match fixed, and he got banned, and that made Doin be very, very sad because he got a strictly worse player as his jungler in Tian. So Bo is very, very, very good. He's very, very, very hyped. But I don't think this team goes anywhere unless they play for Bo, right? But if they do, this team can win a lot a huge amount of games and they can win the entire thing i don't think the teams in eu are tooled very well to deal with bow i think pick banning against bow is going to pickle a lot of coaches heads um of what to ban and getting good jungle matchups um we'll need to see what the, the actual pick ban meta is like but uh bow plays a lot of stuff Last time he was in LPL, it was like Olaf and uh, uh, lots of melee invades. In EU solo queue, he's been very famous for his like graves and his 
think he's was he Graves and Nedley? I can't remember. I was Hecarim as well. Um, lot of very very powerful packs. Some more conventional, some less. Uh, Photon, I think, is all right. I actually got him mixed up with the other um, Korean top laner that I was playing with, where I think he's just like. He's not like hyped as Bo, and I don't think he will be as good as like Bo is. Uh, but we'll need to see how he like integrates. But Rich makes a very good point about like the communication on this team um, between like mid, uh, mid jungle and top, which c- could be non-existent, and it could be chaos, and it could be really, 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 really difficult. I think obviously English is most likely going to be the common language on the team, but if anyone knows anything about um, game comms and like Chinese and Korea, they don't have like the same like phrases that we do. Like the idea of like resetting on the map and stuff, like that doesn't translate very well into other languages. The other thing um, is the point you make about like, oh, Perks and Kaiser need to be really cognizant of playing to bow. Like I have no reason to believe that either of them will, will do that. When, Kaiser's when, done uh, it before. That's the Ka- only thing. The thing is, Kaiser has done it before, but we don't know, like... If he was all, doing it. Yeah, on all the information we have actually indicates that he's not the one doing yes. it. Uh, yes, yes. And we've seen him without his uh, whisperers, his support whisperers on his team and how he performs then. He's also basically a mute, from what I understand. Like, he's not usually willing to talk when, you know, if you have a player who doesn't speak your language, maybe that's uh, not as important. But also Perks, it's usually the jungler playing for him and not the other way around. So I, you would think maybe Perks would put his ego in check and think, you know what, I need to play around this world-class talent and accept that I'm probably not the world-class talent at the moment. But again, I don't really have much reason to believe the, he'll do that. So The other thing is, is I, I'm a little bit high. It's weird. I don't know really how to describe, verbalize my opinion on Perks, where like, I don't think Perks is as good at like League of Legends it's really hard to explain. Basically, I think Perks is still good at competitive, yes. like League of Legends, but he yeah. has his ability to assess, like, like more narrow scenarios, like um, micro scenarios, has gotten worse. Uh, but it's not his mechanics. Like, don't just think like, oh, he's just like, because that word just fucking some means nothing sandwich sometimes. I think like Perks' ability to read like micro like situations has like gotten worse and he doesn't create as much of it indep- have his own independent leads but i still think he's like still very very good at playing like competitive league of legends i think i, he I do think his mechanics have regressed though yeah I, yeah, I, I... The, yeah like that, that they probably have but that's not like the main point like i, I think his mechanics regressing is like secondary to like he's way less like aggressive yeah i'm trying to, I'm, instead of just saying like aggressive i'm trying to verbalize in what way he's less aggressive yeah. like when he's he's like not like when he like sees like situations is maybe not like taking them as much he become less like risk more risk averse as yeah. such um the bot lane i think is like fine but probably like not going to be that good in like 2v2s they could be but i i don't like i genuinely when i think of neon i actually think neon insane on like scaling packs he's like uh Reckless and like Kobe plus plus, like where he like he really really good once he gets the team fights. But I never thought of him like as an amazing like laner. Um, and but he didn't really play out lanes because Mercy was his uh support player. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's it. That that's basically really the situation for me. I think this team is the ultimate like could be anywhere team. But as we have not seen these players before play, we've not seen Bo actually play competitive League of Legends in a long time. 
and the last time he had a very, very different team, um, and it was a very, very different meta. Uh, that's why I've got them at six, though they could be very high. Yeah. No, no good. Through that. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the fifth place team, which is still, you know, uh, filled with suspense because I will have edited out my skip from earlier, uh, is for me SK Gaming. Uh, I won't spend too much time talking about them because we already have. Uh, the reason I've got them here is because even though, for example, Heretics of Vitality, I feel like have a lot of variability and I put them below and I could, you know, if someone said they'll both finish above SK, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I actually think there is so much known, there's so many known quantities on this team, even if the synergy is not necessarily known, right? Like Irrelevant was very solid without being like spectacularly good. I think he was just a very decent top laner. Markoon, obviously, for periods last split, was one of the best junglers, certainly the best early jungler for chunks uh, chunks of the time. And I have no reason to believe that his understanding of early game and ha his ability to get people ahead early is going to be severely diminished. Certus is like the most vanilla player in the world. He's just complete default, like unchanged character on like NBA 2K, you know, just like baseline <laughs> stats across the board, like... <laughs> He's just bang average, but he's not going to interweigh like the season, you know, he's just, he's there. He's a human. He breathes. He's fine. Uh, and then Exekick, I think can be like a spark on this team. I think he is actually legitimately very good. And even though the pool ADC pool is stacked in Europe, I think he can be one of the people or one of the reasons why people say it's stacked in Europe. Like I do, I am a believer. So my big question mark on this team is definitely DOS. I think, that every year this happens but basically whichever team wins EU Masters or whatever it's like we're gonna have to hire like any pieces we can from there and obviously this is like more convenient because obviously Xkick and DOS did play together so there is some like inbuilt synergy there but I don't get the impression that Xkick was like please pick up DOS please pick up DOS I I feel like uh he was sort of definitely the A side of this bot lane and he kind of would have had the choice or not necessarily had the choice, but like he would have been wanting to see what the other perceived top supports in the region, uh, which of those would have been available necessarily before they came to this decision. Um, and that, it, by the way, is purely speculative. I'm not saying that happened. I just, I don't imagine that he was like clamoring to play with DOS. I, I don't think that makes sense because as someone who did watch every single LDLC game last split, I don't think DOS is that good. I think he's fine. I think he's a top 10 ERL support. Like, I think it's difficult sometimes to judge, like, all players individually and rank them or whatever. Like, I think he he was good. Like, he was fine. But I, I don't have reason to believe... I didn't see anything where I'm like, get that guy in LEC and he'll show levels, you know? It, like, that was not my feeling on this guy at all. So I think they could have done better there in terms of, like, recruiting support. But time will tell. We'll see. And that's the thing that, to me, caps the team a little bit. But at the same time, if you look at it, they have a, like a reasonable ceiling, I feel. Like, Irrelevant was a rookie last time around and was already fairly decent. There is reason to believe he could improve. Markoon was really good for periods. There's, would you be surprised if he improves? Like, it's, he's not, you know, it's not his seventh season in the league or something. Certus, eh, I don't see much happening there, I'll be honest. But, you know, he has better players around him now arguably right and then extra kick i think sky is the limit so i i the difference between this team is do they have as a higher ceiling as vitality no 
is their floor considerably higher, in my opinion? Yes, I think their floor is higher. I think these are safer players. I think it's a safer pick, as it were. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going. I'm really surprised. What, what 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 about specifically, Mister Kira? No, no, I'm just surprised that this is your opinion. That's all. I'm not saying like I'm just like because obviously like mine's I've got them all the way down at <laughs> like I've got them all the way down at like seventh. So like, but like I'm just I'm just surprised you like think they're this good. I don't think you would I think mean, they're this good. I don't. Okay, as I said to I I don't think they're like really good. I no, just no, think, no. I'm just I'm just. I think I'm that surprised. for example, Heretics and Vitality have the potential to be good, but most likely they neither of them will be remotely good. So it's more like. SK to me is the first team on my list where I'm I'm saying I think this team will be semi decent. I think Vitality will be worse than semi decent. I think Heretics will be worse than semi decent. So yeah, it's not really like I'm looking at the upside of Vitality and saying, oh yeah. I mean, Vitality have a chance, in my opinion, a small chance. Vitality have a chance to win LEC. SK do not. Yeah, but I, I still I'll, think I'll they'll just... be. I still think they'll be better. But anyway, yeah, so Kira, who, who have you got in in fifth? So I have got Mad Lions, um, and the reason for this is, uh, I think it's either six or seven. There's six or seven new jungle mids in the league. Okay, I'm pretty sure, right? Now Aloyam Niski is one of the ones that is staying the same. The meta is carry junglers. Aloya Niski carry junglers. I think this team early is going to win a lot of games because of their style. I don't think their style is going to change. I think it's literally just going to be what it was last year, just with new headpieces. And here's an interesting one for you. So Karzai is an inter. I don't think Karzai should be ever allowed near a top team uh, until proven <laughs> otherwise. Um, no, I don't think he should. But that doesn't mean I, I want him out of the league so as. Like, I think Karzai is like an amazing player to have if you're like the 8th, 7th, 6th, 5th best team. Maybe the 4th best team. Because what your job is, you're, maybe you're, try, you're trying to punch up and snipe a slot like above you. And Karze at times can be amazing for that. But if you're one of the teams that EU's sending to Worlds and you're trying to get to like semi-finals, finals, like trying to win Worlds, you don't want Karze on your team. Because in like best of 5 series, he could just lose you like 2 games just by being Karze. And I don't think that's like really acceptable. The Karzai's like decision making compared to his like skills is so out of whack. Where it's like he's insanely skilled, one of the most skilled players in all of Europe, but his decision making at times is at times is fucking atrocious. And one of the things I see with this Mad Lions roster, where it's like kind of like fixed, is is you've got a, you're gonna have a lot of so Niski isn't known for dealing like a shit ton of damage. His team fighting is actually one of his worst aspects, but Karzai deals. Buckets, tons of damage. And between him and Carry Jungers and Aloya, I actually think this team will win more mid-game and late-game situations than the previous bad lines, but might be less stable because of Halasang. But on the Halasang note, basically, recently I've been doing like lots of VOD reviews because I was basically like looking at like narratives of throughout the year, and there was a couple of them that I was like fact-checking basically. Um, and Hillisang's, like, tenure as, like, support and fanatic from, like, summer was one of them. And he was actually good for a lot of the regular split of summer. So much so, I was actually surprised how good he was for, like, how long. Because it was basically a lot, I think, of his, like, uh, denouncers. It was whip last reaction to just how bad he got so quickly. And, like, how bad he was, like, 
and like and in what way it was bad like it was like awful but like he, there was actually a lot of like good games in like summer so i actually think there's a lot of upside with this team i think this is roughly where they'll be give tour given a couple of spaces but i think they're going to prey along a lot of the prey on a lot of the chaos with the changes in mid jungle and Niska and Aloya will just run the jewels like they do hmm. interesting well, who who do you have in fifth so as who you got in fifth uh in fifth i got vitalitos um Vitality, why? Because <clears throat> I think the main point for me with Vitality and the, uh, I said I think like the top five, top f I would say top four is like fairly hard to to put. Um, but Vitality compared to the top uh, four, in my opinion, is gonna have uh, weaker, uh, slightly weaker bot and mid compared to. Uh, compared to the rest of the top four that I put there. Um, so yeah, simply as that. And I don't, and I don't know about, uh, obviously, you know, everyone, <laughs> everyone I've watched, you know, like, uh, Bio, like, shitting on kids, you know, in solo queue. Uh, but it's like, oh, well, is he going to pair with the rest of the team? That we don't know. Uh, same thing for Photon. So, like on paper, yes, it's gonna be a good team. I don't know how well they are gonna be playing together, and just because of how stacked on paper is gonna be the rest of the top four, I just think Vitality is gonna be slightly weaker. Yeah, no, I think a good way of like putting this for people who sort of a convinced that Bo is definitely going to be like the truth or whatever <laughs> is imagine prime caps. Okay. And you find out he's going to go and play like in China or Korea. Okay. Like, and then I said, do you think he'll definitely be a success? I think a lot of you would probably be thinking, well, what he's going to play with four Korean speakers. <laughs> he's going to play with four Chinese speakers. Like, I, I don't know man i don't know and that would be the correct response because who the fuck knows right and like prime caps might go to fucking career or chinese super server and get like really high elo but that is not the same thing you don't need comms for but that right so i just think also like uh in terms of the team dynamic from i mean past knowledge i don't know how much it changed like uh like in the in the very very recent times, but I don't think uh, Perks is like the necessarily like the best mid to play on like sides like that well. Uh, I do think he's like decent at playing like around jungle, but he he is like compared to compared to the rest, he's definitely gonna be weaker. I feel like like jungler comes to Perks's lane, and that's yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. not the yeah. it's, it's, it's like jungle comes to help Perks, and mm -hmm. it's not so often like like out of mid Perks is gonna unlock you know like yes. jungle and side lanes. Yep, I I agree. Right, so these next teams, the next top four, are going to be the teams, I guess, in theory, that we are, we think are most likely going to reach the play, what is now known as the playoff stage, which is the top four teams from the GSL stage. So with that in mind, my fourth place team is G2. Um, 
Okay. The, yeah. the, reason, the reason why I have G2. See, I think a lot of people have like sort of got lost in the source with kind of the mystique of like G2 as an org and not actually reminded themselves that basically three three of the five players are different, right? You're, you're and... just a Jankos fan. That's why G2 well, is fourth. Or... That's, that's part of it. But there's so there's a couple of things. I think there's even a world where Yike's really good and this team still is fourth. Like I th I think Yike is is gonna be one of the best jungler. I feel like I could I could um, I could see that I could see that. Uh, I have reason to believe as well that he might not be, but I I wouldn't be like shocked if if he was like really good or whatever. Um, I have serious problems with this team, and first of all is they have three lanes that all want to be played towards. And they have a carry jungler. Brilliant. No, I have a, no, no, a counterpoint counter to that. Like the, okay, the, the meta, I think, is already going to be set that this is not going to happen uh, in the... In the in at least, like, until, you know, like, next big patch or things like that, like... I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like. Oh, jungle needs to be everywhere. It's. It's not gonna be like that. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the meta. I'm talking about how the fuck do you play League of Legends if your name's Yike? No. This guy is a carry jungler, specifically a carry jungler, and he has a top laner who is specifically a carry top laner and not a good weak side player. You have caps who every time I've seen this guy try and play supportive champions, I get literal eye cancer and it's spreading to all my other organs. Then I've got Hansammer and Mickey X. Hansammer, fresh off his worst ever season, who wants to be played towards. And Mickey X, who, if you don't play towards this guy in 2022 slash 2023, is a fucking disaster waiting to happen. So how the fuck does this team play? This team is so high volatility, it's nuts. And but by the, the way, the king, but he's the king. They've got caps. Medley infects all problems, mate. Nah. All these See, But this is where I, this is where I disagree because the thing is, with with okay, with Rogue, for example, if you wanted to say like, oh, you know, Larson obviously is like a good player, plays loads of carries, or whatever, but he's also has much more natural stability picks built into his sort of total package as well, and. You have obviously like a weak side top laner, but the narrative of Rogue, right? It's like they're three winning lanes, so it's easier to play around, right? Yes. The thing it the thing is with G2, it's not really quite the same. Like Hans and Mickey could in theory be like a good lane. I think a lot of people are thinking it will they'll be better at laning than they actually will be. I don't think Mickey X was like really good in lane last split. And I don't think Hans Summer has been actually Hans Summer's laning wasn't bad in NA, to be fair. Like some oh, people it was I was insane in it. Yeah, like, people insane. have been like shitting on that really lazily and just been like, oh, he must have been bad in lane as well. It's like, no, actually, his. Wait, I also have you seen a 60 CSD at 15 minutes? Yeah, but like, I don't see how a rookie jungler who basically only excels on carry picks is going to make this work. And the other thing is that I sort of disagree with you earlier, uh, Kira. I don't think there's a category where like caps and humanoid no caps is not in that category for laning he's not he's a tier below yeah he's, and I he's think just there's... the best player in europe though like without by far uh... last year 2020 all the year caps was the best player he was the only person that was good every regular split and every playoffs and he was only bad in one final that's that's fine but i also think that if you look at trajectory humanoid is better than caps like, yeah, Kimberloid is better than Caps when he gives a fuck. But if narratives matter, he's most likely sure. not going to give a fuck. Well, mate, yeah, sure. I mean, that, that's definitely a possibility. But obviously, 
the picks we're making are based on what we believe will happen or will we believe will be the case, right? I think, and I'll talk obviously about Fnatic afterwards, but I think Humanoid and Razork are both actually going to have really good seasons for different reasons. I think Caps is obviously a really good player. I don't think he's a great laner. I think he's a bog average laner. And I don't think Hansammer, the Hansammer lane and the Broken Blade lane will be sufficiently oppressive that the fact that Yikes not playing facilitative junglers is going to work. I just do not think this team works on paper at all. I think it's five... Can I even say five good players anymore? You've got five what potentially good players. What is the most facilitative jungler players. you can play in this meta? Vi and Fedge. Yeah? Yeah. Who else can you play? Mm. If Vi's only played because of Zeri, by the way, as a shit champion, if Zeri didn't exist, nobody would play. Nah, people play. are still playing it without Zeri. Vi's still, like, really no, high it's a, pick rate. It's a symptom. It's a symptom of... Vi being picked up is a symptom of... Of, of Zeri. There's other champions I think are like, other people think are good. And if other champions became good, what I'm saying is if Vi was a, started being played lots and lots and lots as a symptom of Zeri. Of Zeri, Zeri, when, sure. Zeri when, when, when Zeri's not in the game, I think Vi's a lot worse. But anyway, on you go. Anyway, yeah. Like, so, was, so obviously this is, again, and when we get into like the top tier teams, I think any of these teams could win. I think G2 could definitely win um, for sure. It's just I I don't like how this team's been put together. I thought they put way way too much stock in ha getting Han Sammer and Han Sammer for people who don't know literally just demanded that Mickey be his support or whatever, which is why Targamas is out the door. I think I don't believe in this team. Like I think I think they can be good. I think they can win. And when I say I don't believe in them, what it really means is I think that they'll be maybe the fourth place team to go to worlds or whatever from our, our region so yeah I've, I've got them fourth what about what about you kira who do you have a fourth place so in fourth place i've got fanatic uh <laughs> so the reason i have fanatic is okay as so fanatic are the people who have they they go both directions okay so uh, you have like wonder who sometimes doesn't give a fuck about regular season You've got Humanoid, who sometimes doesn't give a fuck about regular season. You've got um, Razork, who sometimes just doesn't give a fuck about regular season, right? Now, I've basically got to trust that three out of five people on the team now really give a fuck. Because every single game that is played, uh, like, is really, really important. You've got, like, the ten-round Robin, then you've got the best of three, like, double alarm, and then you've got, like, the... The BO5s eventually. Uh, and double LM BO5, but you can be seeded into the bottom. I actually, when I look at it, the only person who I basically know how they're going to play is Reckless, because he's basically been the same level for yeah. the past decade, and Rux, who is shit, and I just know is going to be shit, and that's it. Like, I've never watched a game of Rux. If, whenever I've spoken to people, about the redeeming qualities of rocks, I'm like, okay, let's go back into it again and look at it with a new lens. And I'm like, nope, it's still terrible. Uh, so, I don't know. And I think that neuters a lot of... Like, rocks has to basically know how to utilise, like, Reckless's superpower of, like, he can 2v1 manage the lane or, like, he can... He plays, like, a shit ton of, like, ADCs and he, like, knows, like, a lot of, like, very, very, like, clever like, timings on, like, lane and stuff like that. But, like, Rox needs to know all these things because support right now controls a lot of the tempo of the lane. Like, can you can you picture Rox playing Ash support? Well, 
We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is, can you imagine what that will look like? Yeah. I have no idea too much about the player myself. I mean, yeah, so. the thing is, what I'll say is conspiracy theories coming out. Crush is Portuguese. Rux is Portuguese. I I, I think that, like, I... I are, are, they, are they in couple together? Is that what you're saying? Well, they were, co they were living in the same house last split, so who knows? Okay. Uh, like... Uh, just to caveat that, by the way, before Reddit goes crazy, like, as in he Crusher is the coach from the academy team. They had an academy facility in Spain where obviously all the players were as well, so Rux was there. But I do find the Rux thing very weird and overly convenient. Um, there's also the rumor that Humanoid wanted Rux, but this was based off the two fucking BO1s they played in the scrims where obviously Rux is like his opportunity for his life, so he's like the most com uh you know infused person of all time and getting is, fucking coffee for people like and shit yeah exactly you, you know like when you have your sub coming in you know it's like a different uh, dynamic yeah like, yeah it's like remove I mean, the we, we have had that the, the stuff I've had that. I've been in both sides, you know, in Fnatic with Buipo. It was like, but <laughs> it is, it is like somewhat indeed true, you know, when you have like a sub, it's like the dy dynamic changes so much, and it's just like, it's actually good, but it's very hard to have like a fitting uh, six though. So, yeah, yeah. But here's a caveat: if Fnatic plugs and plays like together. I think they're as unstoppable as like Vitality if it's perfect. Like if Wonder Humanoid Reckless comes to like gather, I don't think many teams like like beat that. No, it's definitely like, a high it's team. Like in particular, particularly with like Razork, like there's a lot of weird wording in like League of Legends. I know I talk about this a lot. So like the two of them are like carry jungle. So like you have different types of carry jungle. So like for example, Jankos in season four and five was a carry jungler but he played like Lee Sin you know what I mean or like but then we say like now you've got like carry junglers and what that means is he plays like Graves Kindred like Nidalee Hecarim but they're not really like Yankos carry jungler champs they're like very distinct ways of like you know what I mean uh, carrying the game being a carry like jungler the same way as it is for Wonder with like weak side or like the way that Wonder carries a game um, I don't picture Wonder as like some guy that's like going to pick Fiora up all of a sudden and like smash people with it but i actually think wonder's going to be one of the biggest positives for fanatic because i basically i just see wonder just slowly turning into like what odo is just in maybe plays slightly more carries um and i think if a lot of, well a lot of teams top laners i think a lot of them are going to overplay their hand and there's going to be like against a lot of like the good like top laners like Odo and like Wonder, I think there's going to be like a lot of inting into them with like the new guys. I think a lot of them are going to overplay um, into them basically and get themselves in really dicey situations. Fair anyway, enough. That's, that's, that's about it. Well, what about you, so as who have you got? I got fourth, I got Fnatic as well. And oh. it's, it's funny, <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's like you went on the tangent, you know, that it's like, so you said Fnatic. And the first thing that I talk about is like, it's not like gameplay related, you know? Yeah. And so for me, only for this team, I've looked at the coaches. I have no clue on the main coach, uh, personality wise and things like that. 
Uh, I saw that they had Eva as well, right? Yeah. On the, no, they've got Eva. Yeah. On Eva, assistant yeah. coach. I I think Eva could do something, like knowing a little bit about him from like Misfits days. I don't know how much the players are going to respect the, the staff. That's like a big <laughs> question mark to me. Uh, so it depends on that dynamic. How, how much like the staff... Uh, is gonna have input on on that roster. How much the players are gonna run the team rather than 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 uh, than the opposite? Yeah. yeah, and that's that's very much it for me. Like I think the roster is 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 good on paper. Uh, I think they have strong personalities, and I don't know. Uh, I I just don't know at all about the staff, so I don't think I I don't really think they are gonna be able to at least from you know like at le- at least like I, I don't know enough I, I don't think they are gonna respect like Eva like a billion percent and I don't uh, I don't know about their head coach so yeah I think... uh, who's the who's the manager as well though the team manager Do you guys know I have no idea who the t- team manager is the hot dog collector um i'm not sure let's have a little look because maybe they can have potentially like a, a, a you know a manager figure that uh that is gonna be there to to uh just make things the low team manager Who? but that could a guy called just ross a german guy yes. okay, low team know. manager but that could be like like at fanatic that could be like a guy that's like a corporate level or it could be like a guy that's in the house yeah, I, don't I don't know. know like team manager is such a malleable or not such a variable role now in the league yes. of legends team like some people yeah, have like a head of league or whatever so it's hard to say i mean yeah i'll just transition that then into my third place team which is fanatic and say why i think they'll be maybe just slightly better than uh you guys uh say the first thing actually is heaver i think they'll at least have good drafts I think Heaver's going to be having like a really big impact on what they draft. And Heaver was doing lots of the drafts for Misfits the last year. Do you think he'll get to control the draft though? Well, that's a, obviously I that's agree, a question. I agree with Soaz, with Soaz here. That's, that's obviously that. a, big, a big question and needs to be caveated. But I thought Misfits' strongest aspect, bar none, was their drafting. And why, the reason why I think a pretty not very good team on paper was able to really overperform was they always had really good drafts for the specific players that they had on that team. Um, or I should say nearly always. They had obviously had a couple of bad drafts as well. But um, yeah, Crusher, I believe, is like a good coach. The players that play with him say that he's a good coach and they like working with him. I've had clients that have worked with him and had like good things to say about him. But again, with these players, can I confidently say that that matters and that the players will respect him. Like, I have no idea. Humanoid, I'm not going to lie, that guy just seems like a bad person to work with in general. Like, it doesn't seem like this guy wants to be coached by anyone. So really not sure about that. When you've got people like Wonder, who I wouldn't put in that category, but are more sort of like egocentric a little bit, you know, your recklesses as well. Like these diverish personalities, I think the coach the coach's role can be really sidelined from from that depending on what happens it can also go the other way of course but those are big question marks one thing i do disagree with what you said kira earlier on fanatic is i don't think razor 
doesn't care about regular season. I don't think he's in the same boat as, for example, Humanoid, where you can tell this guy's kind of like just playing league for fun for like half of the season. There's like, oh shit, playoffs. Like I think Razork was just legitimately struggling. Like I can get why a frustrated Fnatic fan might be like, fucking Razork, he's not even trying like he did on Misfits. It's like, nah, I just don't think it was working. Like I just think he oh. took him a really long time to understand his role in the team. I think what was being asked of him had not been asked of him before and he didn't really take to the role. And I think he found his niche like towards the ends of splits. But I don't think he... I, I, from no, everything I, I, I don't I, think he has I, like, I a bad agree. attitude. You know? I actually agree with your sentiment. I've, I've phrased it too, uh, too simply. Like, I actually do agree with your sentiment. I, that's probably the case for Razork. Like, that probably actually more aligns with what I think. Yeah, what you're and I, as you guys have alluded to, I think a big thing is like not necessarily questioning the ceiling of these certain players, but the impact that certain individuals may have not even necessarily in the game. Like I agree. Reckless is the most robotic player in the league when it comes to, you know, exactly what he's going to do and how he's going to play his role. And this guy is so fucking consistent. It's ridiculous. Reckless off the rift. I mean, I'll just say this it's common knowledge now that reckless was literally like the eighth choice for Fnatic for AD carry. They tried so many different things and combinations to get different players. They were going to sign fucking super from the ERLs. It wasn't even good. In, before they were going to sign uh, Reckless. Yeah, I it think just, that guy's quite good. It just didn't work out. Okay, I mean, quite sure. But like in the context of we're Fnatic, we're meant to be contending for titles. That's like, true. This guy shouldn't That's be, true. you know, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Um, but yeah, and they, they ended up with Reckless. They tried to get fucking Kazi before they tried to get Reckless. <laughs> like they really, really didn't want, Rec want Reckless. Any videos you see where they're like, this is why we brought the king back. Uh, fuck all that shit. It's all bullshit. No one wants him there. And that's a really like bad situation oh as like a starting God. point. Like it is. Like I'm I'm not exaggerating. By the way, oh, I would have amazing. to go down. He was at least the sixth choice, probably seventh or eighth choice of like player they wanted for this position. And there's a reason for that, and it's not got to do with his gameplay because Reckless is still a really good AD carry. People have been like nitpicking his last split on Casey or whatever. I don't really care. Like this guy's earned so much benefit of the doubt when it comes to his level of play that i'm not going to look at like maybe a slight dip in individual performance last split and be like nah, nah, nah. his fucking jungler was 113 and his support for a lot large periods of the time was hantara though those are both horrible players so yeah i'm, I'm fine with him the rux thing is like it, it does i'm not it just looks like nepotism like and a combination of also people being happy with when he came in during worlds he was probably super positive giving really good vibes i do believe he has quite good like intangibles that magical word which is super ethereal and no one can really pinpoint but i do believe he has quite good intangibles like he can be a leader in the rift and he's a nice guy and he can lead a lane blah 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 great as a literal uh, how good are you at league of legends player i do not think he's this the worst guy... player to have ever played in the lec well mechanically let's not forget, and, like, uh, what was that guy called nez nizbeth or whatever Am I saying that right? That guy who I mean, played for Splice support, Nez, Nez, Nezbet. It, but then he's one. He's like Nothing bottom else. three ever. We're picking hairs. Like we're not actually going to yeah, get he, the screens up and put them side by side. But this rocks is really bad. I mean, the like, thing I always say really to me, bad. he was not a top five support in LVP, and I watched every Fnatic game. And by the way, I said that after they smashed LVP and went like undefeated in playoffs, and he was on the team. And I was like, that guy's still not top five support in this his own fucking. ERL region so yeah I don't know like 
maybe whatever like that is obviously a big question mark but as you guys said like obviously if this team comes together high ceiling i also think like reasonably high floor just because of like i do trust reckless wonder and humanoids to put out like a decent level of play even if they are like sandbagging or underperforming slightly like i think the way the game's structured as well or the way lec structured they will make it to the latter rounds anyway like they'll scrape through the the, the most worried they should be is the bo1s no joke if this team starts badly, they can legit just go out in the BO1s just by not getting their shit together. But once they're in the GSL and they get to play series play, I have no doubt they'll be semi-decent, you know? Yeah. yeah I, have the, I have the issue that you said. I think you, when you talked about Vitality, right? You had like this thing where it could completely flop. Um, for me, I think that that could be Fnatic, you know? That could completely... Like, I put them in fourth, but they can also like complete flop... Uh, the the season yeah for, for sure right moving on to oh wait i didn't yeah skip it's, third, it's everyone else's third pack isn't it okay 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 i'm just making sure i didn't skip anyone yeah it's not, it's okay so uh we've done third picks yeah so this is no, 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 yeah, that was you... my th sorry that was my third pick well, so yeah kira what is your who is your third place team i suppose oh. jump ahead again there it's all right. Um, so, as you want to take this one? Do you feel passionate about your third pick? pick? About my third pick? Yeah. I think I think my top top three could change. I I, I think <laughs> that's the one I was looking for. No, like I'm I'm really not actually, but I can go if you want. Like, no, no, I, I have, I have, I have, I'm not gonna lie. I have like zero confidence in my top four. Like I think my top four oh. is so. I mean, your top four is gonna change the most compared compared to yes. ours. So. So oh. I've got Koi. And I think Ooh, Koi, okay, okay, okay. so I've got Koi in third. And the reason I've got Koi in third is this will be the year my Maorang hypothesis is proven, right? So I'm either being unbelievably correct about Maorang or I'm being unbelievably wrong, right? Okay? And even if I'm wrong, I'm probably still right even back then. But this guy, is go they are going to have hell trying to draft with Maorang because you're going to have to simultaneously draft a Maorang champion, right? Or he like learns to play other things, which he can do, by the way. He's not like some like limited person. He can learn new champions. But you need to play like a Maorang champion. He then needs to be in a, a, a winnable jungle matchup because actual like jungle on jungle matchups ma matter. If you go watch, for example, the uh, Weable Cup, it wasn't the top level of League of Legends. But like the Shy's jungler was getting was insta dying because his he, his jungler couldn't survive Rengar. And his Rengar, the Rengar was, the guy was just running into the guy's jungler and just killing him with like Rengar and stuff. And like, the game was, the game <laughs> Rengar, was Rengar is everyone's jungler nightmare, by the way. This champion, yeah. I, I know, I know so many junglers main that hate to play against Rengar. But in the next again game, the similar thing happened, but this time it was uh, a Kindred. And the person just kept on killing the person over and over again on Kindred. And it, it just nearly spiraled out of like control. It might have been the Shy's team or the team the, the Shy was on. Um, I think Malrong, if he doesn't pick up a lot of like the top picks or like the meta picks, um, I think they are actually meta picks. I think they're fuck. A lot of them are very, very, very broken. He could have a real hard time, um, because he's basically lost the best top laner in the league. And Zaganda, maybe he 
I think the level of top lane has gotten a lot better. Yeah. I think the skill of the top laners is going to matter a lot more. I think the champion pool of the top laners is going to matter a lot more. And people really didn't praise Oduamne enough for how often he... Malrang was able to just do whatever the fuck he wanted, good or bad, because he didn't actually have to fix lane states, states mid or top or bottom, because most likely they just fixed themselves with hand checks or, like, draft checks. But that might not be the case anymore. Now, I'm not, like, a uh, that like a professional in, like, Zaganda's play. I, like, I've watched, like, bits and pieces. He's fine, but he's not Odo. He's definitely not Odo. And so I can see Malrang... We either see a new face to, like, Malrang's game, or Rogue as a team is going to look very, very, like, different. And it's how those players are going to deal deal with those differences. But they still are, like, the LCS, LEC champion. They still were the last best team from Europe. The four of the five players were still there. Malrang is still going to do crazy things that are going to catch out a lot of people. And, like, Malrang is one of those people, like Caps, that thrive, and, like, Niski and Aloya, that thrive in the chaos. When teams are less organised... And, uh, like, the order in which things are done, like, see, like, the timings on resets, and then you go out with your, the support in the jungler and you ward for dragon. When all of that, like, breaks down, people like Malrang are, like, terrorists. They're, like, it's out of control how good they are. It's like Al-Qaeda in the jungle, right? But when they actually come and they live in your jungle and other people are invading Malrang's jungle and pressuring him, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But that's why I think they're third. They're the best team. They're like the, pre- the most tried and true core. I know how four out of the five play, but I think one of the players on the team is going to be a lot worse because of the change. And that's it. What do you think, Saez? Who have you got third? My third is Excel. Uh, I mean, Excel Koi is... Uh, okay, why Excel? I think... I mean, Bot is going to be really strong. Uh, I think... Mid jungle is where it's gonna be a little bit weaker. I do think Zergs is like fairly decent at about playing on lanes. That's probably like his strongest point. Uh, I mean, his strongest attribute uh, as a jungler, I would say. Um, I don't know how strong he's gonna be uh, in in carries really uh, compared to the rest of the top junglers. Uh, Vito good overall mid laner uh, but more like lane centric as well uh, i would say i don't think of him of you know the probably like the best uh, playing on sides uh, mid laner so i do think on paper is going to be a really strong roster just a little bit of question mark about uh, mid jungle really on mm. on on excel uh, on excel roster but like, I think in terms of bot, like, uh, I do think like Excel is probably gonna have the best bot lane of the uh, of LEC though. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Hundred percent. So, yeah, actually, Kira has forced me to make a last minute change to my top two because <laughs> because I actually genuinely I wasn't really thinking that hard about the specificity of like jungle meta i think marang's fucked if you look yeah, at the most played fucked. if you look at the most played jungles marang's, marang's actually fucked i might i i'm not going to but i okay so obviously i had koi number one uh on my list before i thought about this and now i kind of want to put them fourth 
because no, I he think... literally is a genius, and like everything everyone else was saying about Malrang, where like he knows how to jungle properly, but he chooses not to. Either he is a genius, and he can somehow find another way to do that, or they're all just talking well, you know shit what the problem. You know what the problem is, though. <laughs> Again, what do you think? What do you think currently, for right or wrong reasons? What do you think currently are the most played jungles? The most played jungle champs. Well, like it's like a Leaf, Kindred, uh, Rengar. Yeah, um, Vi, Sejuani. Yeah, Fed, Sej, um, depends like Hecarim. fucking sucks on all of those champions. Yeah. He is fucking terrible, terrible on all of those champions. He... So I don't, I, 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 I'm, okay, I'm making the switch. They're no, down no, can, to four. You can play Elise. Sorry, you can, you can play Elise, I'm pretty sure. He's pretty good at Elise. Okay, I've now got Koi. Uh, I've put Fnatic up to second. I've put Fnatic up to second. Wait, uh, Jesus. Right, I'm gonna obviously talk a tiny I'm bit kidding. about yeah. <laughs> I I just I don't I, I'm not a G two believer. I'm just I'm just not. So I've got Fnatic oh, up to okay. second, Koi Fnatic now third. second. This like, is gonna be more painful than kidney stones, by the way. The uh the so Koi <laughs> Segenda is a good player, okay? For people who haven't watched him, he was the best DRL top laner, I believe. Uh, very different to Oddo. Um plays a lot more carries uh i don't Carry, yeah. i don't think that's what rogue actually need from their top laner i think sh drum roll i think of the kind of player that rogue need is an odd one mate. but hey it it's is not what Kong, it is it's koi. sorry koi i think what koi need is actually more of an odd one when you have someone like odd one is kind of a cheat code in that because of how top lane is as a role, it's not the most important role in the game. The best thing you can get, unless you're like some Super Saiyan fucking Chinese Fiora like God player who's just going to give you another aspect or, or avenue to carry in, the best possible top laner you can have in a title contending team is someone who is just fucking solid as a rock and a leader, right? They had that. They decided to switch to a carry player, which now gives them a slightly weird dynamic, I think. Um, I still believe in Larson. I think he's the best or second best behind humanoid laning mid laner uh, in LEC. I think he's shown like much more champion diversity recently that he can just, it's not just the Azir, like he can pick up different styles of champions and have decent games. Um, and he's just very solid. Like Larson is kind of the Oddo of mid, I always say. Like yeah. he's not super oppressive in lane. He's just a master at controlling lane. And when he gets out of lane, he can be very impactful and really good in team fights, etc. So I believe in him. And I think no matter what, who you put around Larson, uh, other than jungle, I guess, like he'll play more or less the same way. Um, I think Trimby and Comp is a very good bot lane. Um, but I would probably say they'll be the best bot lane going in just because purely because Patrick and Targamas, they haven't like played together yet. Like we don't know that that's going to be a good synergizing thing. And also neither of them talk very much. Patrick and uh, Targamas, neither of them have big voices. So they, they can always be an issue there potentially. So they're pro like, they're completely uh, proven. So I'd say they're the best bot lane. And then yeah, Maorang. The problem is this guy... People also pretend to like retcon it and say like that he was always good for the whole of every split that he's played in so far. Like he wasn't, but like, there were times where he was really good and caught people off guard. And he was, but he was actually a fairly streaky player. There were also periods where he just wasn't very good and had some horror performances on certain styles of champions. I think this jungle meta looks horrendous for him. Like worst case what scenario. Can have it. Yeah, and I think that and people can say ah, but he's not going to play Kanavi every week. It's like sure, but. 
he's still going to get... And he has been exposed in LEC, like, on certain bad picks. Like, he tried playing Vi in playoffs, and it was fucking awful. It was so bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Like... Again, could Koi win? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. But I have bumped them down down to third, primarily because I think Segenda's very good, but I don't think he's what Koi needed at all. So they've to me, they've already downgraded just by pure balance of the team apart from anything else. And I think the meta does not favor jungle at all. So I think they're going to suffer from that. So actually, do I put them second or third? Uh... <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'm blowing Fnatic a second. Fnatic a second. Okay, Fnatic a second. Um, right, so... Those were our third place teams, yes? Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. so who have you got in second place, So as Second, I have Koi. Koi, Koi seconds. Okay. Uh, I mean, to a bit contradict what you guys said, I do think, like... <laughs> I, I do think Malrang is going to find ways to... Like, I'm not, like, you know, like, fully believing in the... You know, he's gonna always find a way to like uh, to to play jungle uh, like against the meta or things like that. But I do think there's quite a few options for him to 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 play certain things. So I, I think he, he should he should be fine. And I just think the roster is very stacked. Um, Zigenda, uh, same way, a bit as like as I spoke about Adam. Uh, I he's not like really a weak side player or things like that, but uh, from his champion pool and his ability to play his champion, I do think he's gonna find ways to um, uh, to to change the the top lane dynamic on on all things are gonna be played, um, and and put like a little bit more pressure on the top side of the map. Um, so I think this is gonna help. Uh, this is gonna help the the dynamic quite a bit uh, as well. And I mean, Larsen Com Trimby is gonna be is gonna be very very solid. Uh, so that's why I put like Coin second compared to to Excel. Um, I think even though it's gonna be weak side meta, I do I believe in in Zigenda to to change that dynamic. Yeah, I think that the last so, thing I would add on Koi is that. I think to me there are still question marks not over his ability but over the mental stability of Trimby and I think removing Oddo from that team who basically was the team's mental like in official games on the rift like I don't know I don't know what Segenda's like as a player so I as in uh, his voice in the game so I can't really comment on that but I think removing one of the best leaders in Europe if not the best leader in Europe is like especially when you have someone as mentally unstable in game as uh, can be is big question mark here's something for you if you were to, if, i'll give you my favorite if you were to watch rogue play not rogue play koi play okay and you were to see malran pick a jungler would you prefer he just stuck to his guns and just continued to play malran style and malran champions Definitely. or would you prefer yeah i'm Definitely. the same i don't want malran to change by the way i want him to just yeah. keep the level of his insanity and wherever you end up that's where you end up yeah just by fucking jarvan leeson whatever like don't yeah i agree yeah. i think sometimes people are too slave to meta and I think yes. that you could easily see that because there are some big matchups in week one. And if if Koi hypothetically, you know, found themselves like one two or zero three or something, and the reason was Maorang, I think they will do that. I would think because yeah, to okay. me, 
yeah, I, I think that would that's no, it's a, a good point. And uh, yeah, I think people sometimes slay themselves well, way too much. I and think they do. Yeah, I think they do. You can eat. I, I think. I guess I haven't seen him enough on certain picks to categorically say he cannot play these style of picks, but I do think it's a big question mark. The other uh, thing is, I think that uh, with the end, particularly in the winter split, it's going to matter a lot less because like teams are going to be like less cohesive, like not as like conjoined together. Jungle systems aren't going to be as like robust, and so like a, a positive for Malrang is he's going to like thrive in like the chaos and continue to do like just like Malrang things. My contention with Malrang has never actually. Has always just been there was better things Malran could be doing, yeah, than the things Malran was doing. As in, like I think if you had given a lawyer to like Rogue, like the team would just be so yes. much like better. That was always my contention with Malran. I actually hope, like, because I actually like watching him as a player. I beg he doesn't like, uh, like cut his own Achilles heel and try and be a player he isn't. He should just be Malran and he just. Keep at it. Yeah, I think because anyway. if, if meta wasn't a thing and it was always just in his sweet spot, I think keeping that rogue line up together as it was last year would be like a good thing, like one more year, brilliant. With meta being a thing, I think one of the best rosters you could ever have made in the West outside of like G2 2019 would have been just putting Segenda, uh, Segenda, putting uh, El Yoya in jungle. And I think that okay. team suddenly becomes like crazy ceiling. Um, but yeah, it's what it is. Anyway, right, so we're now on to... Where are we on? Number two it's or my, on number one? You're on number, my number two. You're on your number two. Sorry, go ahead. Which is... This one is uh, XL. So I think this is the best constructed team. I think... So like one of the narratives that I went back and like rechecked was the VEO was bad in playoffs narrative. Uh, did you hear this at all, Rich? This was like um that he got like destroyed in playoffs. Like he was good in regular season, but he like failed in playoffs, Yeah. yeah? Yeah, that didn't happen, by the way. I, like, challenge anyone. It literally just didn't happen. He had, like, one bad game against Caps, but VU actually played, like, very well. Like, actually, like, I couldn't... When I went back and reviewed it, I could not believe how well VU played in playoffs. Like, it was insane. Like, I had, I, at the time, I wish I had given him more credit and I'd watched the games with a better focus on them because I, I got swept along in the neon narrative because, like, neon and stuff were actually getting caught and killed like, more than, like, Vito was. Like, Vito played very, 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 very well um, in general and owned up a lot of the games. The person that I think that is the, is the make and break of this team is Xerxes. Because this is... Uh, Xerxes is going to be given the keys to the Ferrari again. He's give, Hopefully, he's going to have two winning side lanes and then Vito, who doesn't win lane because of the picks he's, like, on. And if he does win lane, he, like, wins lane the way Chovy does. He wins yeah. it in the direct minions are going not in terms of like effective health pool and stuff like that so can xerxes have the split that he had last year in australis but can he do that for good players like really good players like the best players in the league he arguably has the best top one of the best adcs the best support and an mvp from last year like who people don't think is actually like one of the top three like top four mids but in his specific skill set, he can match them at like many things. He just isn't them, if you get what I mean. Um, well, top, uh, he would be top four though, wouldn't he? Who would be the third that people? But, yeah, 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 like um, but some people thought like Perks was better than him, for example. Yeah, I guess. But, no, I'm, I'm just yeah, saying, sure, 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 yeah. Right, I, I was just giving a caveat yeah, to like yeah. all the the different variations there was. Um, I think. When I looked at like uh, Flat Targamas, Targamas was the 
I think he was like an MVP candidate in summer. I think he was, he's very, 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 very good. I think when you look at a team and the weaknesses of players are covered by other people naturally, I think that's the whole, instantly the hallmark to something really good and possibly really special. Where you look at like the bottling can uh, hold the burden of like counterpick for mid and the counterpick for jungle. The jungler like plays a lot of the champions that are like popular right now. The top laner is literally like a rock, the most consistent player up there with the likes of like Larson and stuff like that. Has very rarely ever been bad. My this is the only two problems I have with this team. First problem: when this team does get end up behind in lanes, which more likely than not will it happen. Is this team going to play itself into a hole where they never actually give themselves like a winning chance in the game and they just let themselves just slowly bleed out at like just due, due to like passivity? Like no one like ends up pulling the trigger for whatever reason. Um because like if you think if you this is a champion thing, if you think about where engage is going to be, say Xerxes is on a carry jungler, then like VTO is on like an assassin mid, you're all you're going to have the um, engage to either be on like support and top but supports right now it's enchanters and top lane is like weird it's like a very strange like pool where like support, engage can be like nar right i don't know if this team will just sometimes like bleed out in those situations um that's like one of the fears like i have and the second fear is video xerxes as a mid jungle duo because if there's a big focus on mid jungle duos uh i can see them playing themselves into holes that I don't think they need to but I think it end, it, it could end up uh, end up happening because um, I've never really thought of Vito as a 2v2 player Yeah. and Xerxes as a 2v2 player and yeah. that, they're like my two biggest concerns but I think it's a great team I think this is Patrick's Patrick should be looking at this team and thanking his fucking lucky stars that he's literally this is like his time to do it like the old uh OG roster wasn't really, it was too early and Mithy wasn't as good. Um, this is like the time that like he needs to like win and be and what like carry this team as like an ADC and be like consistent as well. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, because of how things have uh, rolled out, XL have ended up being my number one team, which they were not originally, but yeah, I can't reconcile the Maorang it doesn't it just doesn't quite I add can't. up. It doesn't work. Like it, it, things can happen, metas can change. Maybe he can actually play those champions. I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to fill in that gap with my imagination. So, I've got XL first. Um, the two counterpoints I would make to, or the the counter main counterpoint I'd make to one of your two counterpoints, uh, Kira, is that in terms of like bleeding out, or whatever. I agree that I think it's more about where the engage is coming from, apart from anything else, because they actually have arguably the two best players in the whole league at team fighting from behind in Vithio and Patrick. The amount of times Vithio finds yes. himself behind and has to go fucking Super Saiyan to pull a win out of his ass is ridiculous. And Patrick is insanely good at team fighting in general and especially at min-maxing when he's behind as he's shown like time and time and time again on not particularly good teams. So they definitely have the ability to win from behind, but it's about the style of play that bot, uh, sorry, uh, that support jungle and top all are. They're not like, Oddo is not usually like the super hard engage top, even though he's associated with playing a lot of tanks, right? He's usually playing sort of 
something that does second, have some second phase. Yeah, exactly. Second yeah, second, second phase CC. He, he's a like he'll play something with crowd control, but he's not usually playing like fucking Malphite or some shit. Terrible example for something that's meta, but you know he's not playing something like that typically. Um, Targamas simile uh, and and then Xerxes like Xerxes is obviously the biggest question mark um, in a lot of uh, in a well, lot Targamas of ways. Targamas does play of... a lot of it. It's not meta right now. It's a problem. Yeah. Well, no. It's I was like, going to say like yeah. Targamas. Yeah. I mean, he's more likely to play center at this point. So <laughs> it's like with Xerxes, it really is about champion pool with him. I think because he's had a very like a sometimes you get shoehorned in terms of having like a fairly small champion pool, but he actually has a really eclectic champion pool. The problem is, like with his career, it will just randomly move and meander, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" It's like I thought this guy was good, but he's trash. I thought he's trash. Now he's really good. He's like, "Oh, he's playing fucking Ivan every game." Like, "Oh, now he's just playing like carry junglers." Like, where's this come from? Like, he's so all over the place that at any moment in time he could be the single best jungler in the whole of europe or one of the worst and it really just depends on how this comes together i tend to give more credit to things you've shown me lately for obvious reasons so i'm inclined to think that xerxes is currently a very good jungler but he needs to be confident in what his role is on this team and what he's playing towards because as you say like particularly from a laning perspective does he even want to be spending much time around vtho like vtho as so has said is lane centric in the sense that he doesn't play much side lane but he's not a good laner so it's like how how do you how do we balance what the jungler does on this team uh and i'd be inclined to say they can the fuck out of bot would be my you know, there's no point in going to Otto. Like, Otto's going to... He's your get-out-of-jail-free card. It's like, you cannot lose this lane. Just fuck off and leave me alone. Then you've got VTO, who, as I said, it, laning isn't his strength. And then you've got arguably one of the best spots in, in the whole of Europe in what will probably be a bot lane-centric meta. Xerxy ganking or going in for Patrick slash Targamas sounds pretty good to me. So I imagine that's primarily how they'll play. What we want to see, Swaz? I mean, I think it depends on a lot of, you know, he's going to, I think bot lane meta is going to, is going to be pretty set in, in, in draft and things like that. Uh, and then mid lane is going to be player dependent if they can bring, you know, some spicy picks here and there to, um, to get, you know, good matchup or good enough ma counter matchup or just Gain, gain the prior. Um but uh, yeah, I think Vito is gonna should be able to get you know decent counter picks in 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 meta, even if he doesn't get the prior, and then you know they will just play off of they will play off of uh, mid to mid to bot like any team. But I think on paper they should have uh, good players. To me, question mark is not so much about Vito. Vito is gonna be we kind of already know what to expect. Xerxes is just going to be a bit uh, more of a question mark. So, presumably, you two both have G2 as your number yeah. one team. So <laughs> tell me, so as why why G2? I believe in the Dylan Falco. I think I think Dylan is is great coach. Um, I as I said before. When, he, when it was you, I think Yike is going to be a really good jungler. I think he's going to benefit Caps very well as well. Going to bring like uh, something something new. 
to to that roster. Uh, Hans Mickey, I would say I think Hans like learned a lot like throughout the years about. Uh, I would say he used to be you know like more of a not talking ADC, uh, but I think he he kind of got his his groove in in uh, in calling what he needs and uh, and how he wants people to play on him and bot. And I think uh, bot lane is gonna be very strong. I think mid jungle is gonna be very strong. I think he's gonna benefit a lot. Uh, Caps meta as well uh, to play towards bot. It's probably one of his best. Uh, Broken blade, uh, a bit similar to Zingenden Adam, in the sense that he's not. I don't think of Broken blade as like the best weak side player at all. Uh, I don't think he's like. He's gonna be the best strong side player either. Um, he's gonna be. He's gonna do his job, I think, uh, and he's he's gonna be fine for them to 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 beat most of the teams. I would say. My one problem with the Dylan Falco thing, right? By the way, I think Dylan has uh, always historically had like decent drafts for the most part, from what I've seen and have heard, you know, some decent things or whatever about him. One thing that really rubbed me the wrong way, though, and I'm not saying this was like on on him or all him or whatever, is after G2 got smashed by Rogue in summer finals, I really didn't like how they all just blamed it on assuming they were going to play Fnatic and therefore didn't prep for Rogue. And that was like co-signed by the coaching staff. I think that's fucking bullshit. First of all, I don't believe it happened. Or so far as it did happen... I don't believe that that's it wasn't. Exactly. I don't believe that, that you know that you should ever legislate or not legislate for that happening. And two, if it is true, as Kira said, you're a fucking disgrace. If that's the case, like no, you're actually you a also... disgrace. You didn't bother doing draft trees in case you played the other team. Like they literally just me? played them the week before as well. They played Rogue to get the finals. Remember. Yeah. And and the thing, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like nonsense to me at the time. Sorry, yeah, I mean, yeah. Either either they're incompetent or they're not, and they're lying. But the the problem with the lie, it's like it's just excuse making. Like you're just making an excuse. Like I I I really didn't like that. So yeah, that's just just a, a small thing, I guess. Doesn't necessarily mean anything about his ability to coach. But yeah. So Kira, you have G two as well, I guess. Why why G two? Because. Like, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, okay. G2 last year, spring, okay? Right. Targamath, when with Targamath, BB, and Flat were added, okay? Right? Um, Nobody thought, like, that team really should have won. I think the burden of carrying is even lower on Caps this year. And for all intents and purposes, until proven otherwise, Caps is still Caps. Um, He has... The best player in the league. Very few people can do real, realistically do what like caps caps like does. Um, he has like a bit a low economy, fucking fuck like hard carry like player. I think the meta mid is very good for him. Um, I think there's a lot of questions for like G two, but a lot of it the team a lot of the team makes sense to me. I think BB. Caps and BB had bad worlds, and so they weren't they weren't very good at worlds. But if, if you think that's going to be a continuation of their play and such a small sample size, that's like I think that's fucking it's like crazy to think like that. So I think you should just look at how their year was, and if you take the year, Caps 
like every day, day in, day out, like is just the best player. And when you're mid laner, don't go for this. If I can add something about caps, the way I see it is like even if people might put him out, you know, as like third or fourth best, you know, within that split, what he have compared to other mid laners like uh like you know, the other really strong millennials like Humanoid, Larsen, etc., is the X Factor, you know? It's the same thing that I think in the past, like Peke had compared to yes. Hogan and those other millennials. Like Peke was more often like thinking outside the box compared to these other millennials. And even though, Pe- uh, even though Caps might have worse individual performance time to time, I do think he's always going to shine through because you have this X factor compared to others. And so when I look at, like, I'm actually not bothered about, like, Han Sama's, like, level. I think Han Sama's, like, a great ADC player. I think he's, like, very, like, a very good ADC player. I, I'm not actually that worried about him at all. Like, the way Han Sama, lo- like, lost games in, like, spring was completely different in NA. It was completely different to how he lost games in, like, summer. And, like... I, I, I genuinely, I, I don't think, the same way as like Xerxes came back from Immortals and he was like a completely different player. Um, same way Febivin came back and he was like completely different. Like it happens a lot. Um, I think it's consistent enough, though, even though it is a narrative, there isn't a science behind it. That, and, I, and I've watched Han Samba play. It was still like wicked. Still By very, the way, just, to, dis- just to dispel one thing, which has actually got completely like lost and rewritten in, in the fucking narrative sphere is everyone talks about Febivan coming back from NA and, like, not being like he was before. Everyone forgets, and I'm not saying that, like, these are the, you know, the most objectively perfect things or whatever. Febivan, in the split after he came back, was, I think, fourth in MVP voting and was first all-team mid. People forget yeah. that. Like, he was actually really, really good when he came back for the first split. Then after that, he had, like, motivational issues or whatever. But, yeah, it, there's no way that he was, like, poisoned by NA or something because he literally was the best mid in Europe for that split straight after he came back. So, here's the criticisms of G2. Because I think G2 will be will win, most likely, because uh, along the... Across the averages, across the averages, the players make the most sense, and there's like the less like unknown variables. Like I feel like, and sa- the carries are like very well, like, like um, are like known, are very known, and they like make sense. It's like a carry top lane meta. Like BB's Fiora isn't like world class, but I don't think I think he's the only person in EU I would trust to play it right now. No. Anyone else? I mean. Uh... I don't, I don't know, but I think. Doesn't Segenda play? Jigenda, so like, oh, uh, uh, Photon and like thing, like both will play it as well. Uh Chase, Chase plays it. Photon plays it, right? And Segenda plays I it. I don't know if Shigenda I would want it. BB to play Fiora. No, I, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna say as well. It's like I don't, I don't even want BB to play Fiora. No, like uh, I actually, I actually think of like BB, like the champion pool for BB is gonna be like really good. Like I actually think like that's actually really, really fine. Um. But Don't, there's go. there's gonna be better top laners. Like what I what I said in my opinion is there's gonna be better top laners at both sides compared to BB. Yes. There's gonna be better weak there's gonna be better weak sider than BB, and there's gonna be better carries than BB. So I don't BB think it's been... gonna be like the 
the best here. Yeah, I think BB's actually, I think, the player, the, let's say the good LEC player who's actually most fucked in between seasons because the top pool got better and yeah. they're actually on paper at least better than him at the roles that he plays and before well, he was the best carry top because there wasn't really anyone else who was playing carries top oh, who do you think got added okay just quickly then who, who do you think got added that was better than bb well i would say again in, it's in terms in... of carries or in terms of what yeah just, or like, like, just overall like, yeah just overall like, well, overall. the thing is, it's not really about overall because with G2... I mean, like, carry then. Yeah, because... Well, I mean, the, the, anyone who's played side. in the East, I I believe, will be better at carries than Western carry top I, I think, for example, like, even okay. though it's, like, it's such a weaker team, I think Adam is going to be better than Bibi in terms of just lane and carries. Like, I think Adam, I think uh, Zigenda, probably... Uh, uh, let me look at other uh, wonder. Probably, I think he's yeah, gonna I don't be think like equal. So I think no, it's not. But I think he's gonna be like wonder and broken blade are gonna be like I would say like similar. You know, in terms of like uh, maybe wonder is gonna have a little bit more ups and downs compared to BB. Uh, BB is maybe gonna be a little bit more consistent. But I think Adam and Zigenda is gonna be are gonna be better carries than BB. The, the whole the whole point is is like so first of all one the, one concern is I'll, I'll give you like the concern the bot lane like doesn't speak you talk about like bot lanes that don't speak supposedly like Han Sama even though supposedly not Han Sama Mickey X speaks more now like the last time those two were paired together but on Misfits they actually had to break it apart because it didn't speak and it was uh, yes but they, I know Hans like progressed a lot about. Uh... Yeah, he progressed a lot about it, right? But the thing, like, I can't understand is, is, like, okay, I have watched NA forever. The way you can consistently win in NA is by winning bot lane. So either Han Sama, these are the two options. Han Sama was communicating them to come, to play around bot lane incorrectly, and he was fucking his full team, or he was talking and they weren't listening, and the other four people were morons. No, I think... If I speak, I, if I speak, big, I'm in big trouble. trouble. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if I speak, I'm in trouble. Big, big trouble. So, I mean, anyway. I, okay, okay. I, I joined a day though, you know, so I cannot like. But Kira, like to me so far, you've not really made a great spicy. case for G two being your top no, team. I'm but, saying, but just no, to I'm clarify, my case, but like as long as it's like, well, I think no, 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 I know. But by the way, just just to clarify, by the way, the thing of the East. Obviously, I don't mean every Eastern player, but I mean any player, any Eastern player, and it's this is exactly what happened and what I foreshadowed with Maorang. By the way, the exact same thing. Any Eastern player who is regarded as being good in the East as a top laner and plays carries, I have reason to believe that they will probably be better than most players yes. who are like not exceptional in the West at playing carries but, but do those, play carries. But in the, the way it's thought about most of the time is, is not as thought about in terms of like isolated like carry matchups, right? And, and like isolated carry matchups. It's like EU... So EU used to have a tendency, right, okay, of isolating, like, uh, isolating topside, okay, with, like, jungle, because, like, they never really utilised the role. But no one really, like, actually preyed upon that realistically, really, and, like, dominated lanes, except for, like, Alfare and, like, um, Armut, like, sometimes. It kind of depended, like, last season, right? Uh, so when you, like, think of those, like, players, when you think of um people like, uh, like BB, right, I think BB's, like, Indi individual picks of what he can play 
and what he'll be able to do with his like jungle and like actual play like carry top like actual like carry from top lane as a system is good it will be better than all the other players even though he might be worse and i'll give you the example of this i think breathe is a worse worse player than a lot of people but breathe is a very 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 good carry top player because he understands how to carry the game from top lane and i think bb will most likely under well i've seen it i've actually seen it with my eyes so i can say it i i think bb knows how to carry from top lane better than most people in eu and then he has caps and he also has hansama and the worst player on that team is mickey x and i think mickey x's hands are shot by the way like i actually think like his ability to like um his like mechanics like the idea of like mickey x is like a top tier player that those um is, is like done i don't think it's ever coming back but i think the it, 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 it's like that's not going to matter in the way that a lot of bot lanes are played like right now my problem I is think it, that the I think it could matter though. I mean, much further down the line, but not for this split. I don't think it will. My problem is, and obviously it's like somewhat a narr- like my own narrative point, right? Rather than like specificity. But my problem is that Chasey, for example, has shown a better pure ability to play carry some broken blade. And I have no reason to believe that Chasey, who was a fucking nobody when he came over to Europe, would be like better than Photon. I don't necessarily believe that either of them will be like really good in LEC either, but I think that Broken Blade I think Ch- is the Chasey product... Was, and Chasey was playing in NLC, yeah? Yeah, but he played well, in... Master tier top players. Sure. I mean, he also he also played he played in Korea as well. In... And did you watch any of that? No. No. So there we go. So we're basing Chasey's ability to play against Master tier NLC top players, whilst we're basing BB's ability to play against EU's challengers, best top players, who even though we think are bad, are certainly better than the shitters in yeah, NLC. Sure, but it's not It's not about, it's not necessarily even about that. It's about the fact that, the, like, last split, there was not a single top laner other than sometimes Finn, who ever touched a carry champion. Yes. Like, and I agree, B, like BB will, like, I, that's my point. I do agree with that point. More people who play carry matchups and skill matchups are getting added to the league. That is true. Okay, I'll, I'll, rephr- I'll rephrase it. I actually don't think BB is good, like, at carries. I don't think he's good at carries at all. That's my point. Like, I think literally oh, right. if you insert an average player who can play carries at, like, a decent-ish level... They are just auto better than him. That basically, I mean, he's good like, at he's good at some of them, but people. Okay, the, the the thing is, people have this generalization where oh, you're good at one carry, you're good at all carries, yes, you know. Exactly. And like and when people think of carries, they think about that. Or oh, this guy is like a carry type player. Fuck no, he can play like you know x amount of carries. That that's the thing. Um. And he that's can play like I a, think... lot, a lot of them. No, like mm. I don't, I don't think he can play all of them. That they... no, 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 no. You've got to like, okay. So who are you so confident? As... Which which carry no, champions no, 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 are you okay. confident so, on? If well, BB we'll actually, playing them, we'll, we'll actually clean this. I mean, we'll, I will, we'll just... then we will need to like put the list, you know, no, 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 like no. that. Like Here's, fuck that. I'll, I'll quickly come around to this. Okay, so Soaz, who do you actually think are the best top lane packs right now? Like the seat, like the actual. If you were to think about the best top lane packs right now, what do you think they are? The overall best tops uh, yeah, in like, the wait. I need to go back. Uh, best overall top. I mean, I think BB is gonna be there because I said you know it's like he's. I don't think he's like the top one at weak side or strong side. 
but he's gonna be like top two or top three, which is gonna be, make him like you know top one or top two. At, because some players might be really strong at strong side. Yeah. Like I think I think uh, Ziganda might be one of these players. I don't know how good he's gonna be at weak side, right? So he might just shit the bed completely if it's like a complete weak side uh, uh, meta. And uh, but I do think he's gonna. He, I do think of Zingenda as like a really good player over individually. Uh, so yeah, I think overall. Uh, and also, I have no clue where I'm not unlisting like the people the top players that i don't know about right like photon evi no no i'll be uh, sorry champions like what do you see as like what do you mean like top like top five top lane sorry champions sorry for like phrasing that so, badly oh, top five uh, champions for what in like top of... lane because like the way everything the way right. a lot of the games have went right as yeah. top lane is so volatile it's like you have to ban fiora because she's a monstrosity if you don't ban fiora you're playing fiora into Cassandra. The meta is not going to be. I don't think the meta is going to be as much as that. Like, Fiora would be there. Uh, Cassante, maybe, but I, I don't even know. He, like, eventually is like blind, but he's not even going to be like uh, the, the best, like, strong pick, really. Uh, and then there's gonna be like, as I said, like that's I how think, I see the game. By the way, it's like the, that's the, why I the think meta, be like the that. meta is gonna be like you're gonna. It's like team is gonna pick X best blind top, pick mm -hmm. weak side. Other team either is gonna try to match weak side or is gonna go for a strong side, depending on the top laner if he's really good. At strong side, like let's say I will draft against Ziganda, Adam, and and BB. Maybe you will like. I mean, I don't think Adam is like a Fiora player, but you're gonna ban some strong side that you, you know, like are X Factor that are might be really annoying. But it's not. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think it's it's fairly easy to to draft against top like as there's not like insane like gonna be tank killer aside from fear yeah, like, and even like you can i think you can it's playable in some way to play like uh, for example sign into into um into a lot of uh carries right now i feel like uh mm -hmm. until it goes to like ultra late game but yeah i, I think Top is gonna be a little bit irrelevant compared to the rest of the team right now. See, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a bit, a bit the other way. I think this is the year where like teams that figure out how like top lane, how to abuse like top lane the quickest. Like, I, it's going to just be enchanters, like ADC enchanters bot lane. Like, I'm not delusional about that. But to like to offset like that, whoever figures out like playing around top lane the quickest will. Get will be like early ahead. Remember when the year started last year and we're all sitting here, right? And some teams were picking Yumi and other teams weren't, Rich, right? And then what's what, what's the state of Yumi now? Well, Broken. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, you, you, but you cannot get Yumi through draft, but at the start of spring, people were not banning Yumi and yeah. it was getting through every Mate, single game. This is, this is just ego, like this just Evil, or we can play. We can. Oh, we can play against it. You know, things like that. Or 
But either ego, either it. you really believe that you have like a strategy that will that will work against it, and maybe it just didn't work out, or maybe it did one game, you know, things like that. But I, would I just... think that I think those top lane champions are that strong, Soaz. That's my point. Like I genuinely think top lane, the, some of the champions in top lane are that obnoxious. Like I think Fiora is that obnoxious. I think Cassante but... is that obnoxious. No, it's not. Like Cassante is really not. People... I, 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 I don't know how to play against it that well, obviously. Fiora, you can agree because the Fiora top is basically like fucking Cassadin of like old school, you know? It's just like, but like lane wise, you can play against Fiora. It's just really fine. It's just like after level, you know, like after a certain time, like. Yeah, like I'm more thinking like 13, 14, 15, 16. Like, then it starts like two items, you know, two items. Fiora starts like, like, yeah, can be like, you know, taking things, but like, I really doubt that there is like, I don't know how much, but I would say that I don't think there's gonna be one super insane Fiora player that is gonna be like Chinese yes. level Fiora yes. in the right. entire LEC by the way you're, you're so, right 100% so I think it's just gonna be mostly like bot focus I do think people are gonna be playing Fiora and gonna try to be really good at Fiora I just don't see one top laner that is gonna be most insane Fiora in LEC uh, for this split I'll just like hang up my last point. The 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 the, the other the re- main reason like just to finish on the G two what what I think the strong thing is is because BB's tendency to want to play strong side right strong side of the map have numbers advantage on his side of the map nothing to do with the pick you could literally be Orn and still be strong side it's just where the numbers advantage is or you could be on fucking Fiora and be weak side because the numbers on the number of advantages are never with you and you're just split pushing and sitting on an island like all game right but i think g2 naturally because of the players that they have will be inclined to figure out top lane and how to abuse it and they will beat a lot of other teams because of it and that's the other factor of why i think they're they're number one yeah, I, I I do think a lot of other teams like might be able to do the same. You know, like I. I do you think, think Vitality can... ever figured that out though, Swaz? Do you ever I think mean, they go down that line? I 